welcome to Eternal Darkness of Not So Spotless Minds podcast. There will be spoilers and swearing. fans and welcome to the eternal darkness of not so spotless minds podcast with me your host matt and my co-host kate how you doing kate i'm very well thank you yeah um i've not i've recently not been very well so it's really nice to be able to say that <laughs> i know it's been a while this it has, it has. thank you uh listeners for bearing with us as always oh, something else sorry something always comes up it seems like a regular thing at the moment we are a bit shit yeah, a bit. but hopefully when we are around, we, we provide you that sweet, delicious content. All four um, hours of it. All four <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right, we work out an average. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what's happening? What's happening in Kate World? It's been uh, a while. Yes. Because it is with children. Believe it or not, I'm working with kids. Three. It's quite funny. Um because like <laughs> i have to really really monitor myself like <laughs> way more than i've ever done in customer service way more than i've ever done in like call centers or any other job that i've had yeah i'm yeah not, i can imagine i'm not allowed to say the n word the n word what no naughty oh naughty you're not allowed to say what? naughty why not I'm allowed to say naughty Oh, you are a little shit. Yeah, I know. What would you prefer? <laughs> no, you have to have all very positive language. And I understand oh, why. But when you're a parent like me, who's just like, Ava, would you knock that off? Or <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> words, words to that effect. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, 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 I, don't, I don't say that. <laughs> Not to a face. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's very... <laughs> it's very... Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. <laughs> I can imagine you're gonna grit your teeth quite a lot. Yeah, to be fair though, actually, the kids are actually really great, and I kind of just I don't know. I I think because I'm there only there part time, and also I don't really have to deal with the parents because I'm not there for drop off or pick up. Like for the most part, there's like one or two kids that get picked up halfway during the day, and I don't really see them. Right, okay. So, like, I don't really have to deal with any of like the responsibility stuff. So me and the kids just have fun you know and like and I just sort of like just talk to them like people a little bit yeah yeah that's fair enough you know and I'm like right what are we doing today then gang what are we doing all right then mate yep come on over here then sit on my lap let's have a story you know and like it's whereas everyone's just like right now then we're gonna do this it's all very Mary Poppins and I'm just like yep <laughs> treat, treat them like normal I think that's the right thing to do yeah I just you know they all kind of get sugar coated and stuff and I'm just like oh they're fucking good do you know what I mean like, exactly exactly. you should be like um, alright today kids we're all going to sit down and we're going to watch Climax <laughs> I guess we know yeah has, has, has anyone seen this they're recording it and some really fun so- songs and we can all clap yes. Yeah. Lots of colours. Who can name that colour? That's right. It's red. Well done, guys. <laughs> um, Who wants to take some acid? <laughs> me, me, me. Put, the, put this in your, in your morning milk. <laughs> this on your bottoms. First one to sit on their bottom and get some acid. 
Um, it's all very that. It's fine though. Like you know, the hours are really, really handy for me, and everyone there is very is really nice. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm actually getting to know some of the girls, and, and they are really nice. And like the kids are lush, so I could I can't really complain. I mean, to be honest, it's like it's I have to monitor myself a bit, but that's like the hardest thing. And you know, it's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's it's right. Right. It's, it. do, you, do you have somebody watching over you at all <laughs> a babysitter for the babysitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> just to make sure that you're in check no but they really should <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine like they say i think as well because like i'm not only the oldest person in the room everyone there's like 18 and 19 um but also i'm a parent so uh, oh all right well the kids are 18 19 no no no, no. sorry no. <laughs> um <laughs> they are legal no i'm joking um they're already there um nah like the people who i work with are all like you know they're like late teens early 20s for the most part like you get a couple who are like mid 20s but you know the only sort of like older members of staff are like the cleaners you know right. so like um they, I think they all kind of just assume that I'm all right and I'll just get on with it. And the fact that I'm a parent, they all, they kind of give me that kind of, what's the word, a bit of um, benefit of the doubt. Yeah, okay. And I had, and also as well, you just kind of get thrown in the deep end because, I mean, you know, the daycare here and, and education stuff, generally, everyone's so short-staffed. You know, there's yeah. no resources. So they're just happy for people to be in and that you just I just kind of got thrown in at the deep ends um a little bit and I actually had a meeting with my manager this week because I sort of said like look I have no idea honestly how I'm doing I you know that I haven't had any kind of check-in which is fine like I don't like I don't need loads of check-ins but can I just have one just to make sure that I'm not throwing just, it just up? Uh, yeah 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 of course um, yeah yeah you, you know and she yeah. was like oh, yeah. and we and we had to sit down and she was really happy with me and she liked how I you know I really engage with the kids because I think a lot of them some of them have been there for like three or four years and they're only 20 you know and I think okay now like their only job or whatever and they're young and they're dealing with these these tiny little babies I mean our classes between anything from like six weeks I mean we don't have a six week old but technically we could um up to 18 months so they're real proper babies and um and I think, hell, wow yeah and they get like a bit jaded I think and a little bit worn out and stressed and you know they don't always they've got so much to think about they you know you can see that they're not always that engaged with the kids yeah I'm not surprised I'll get bored. Oh, yeah. Get right. Oh. Actually, or just sit sit in a playpen, just don't eat anything that you shouldn't. I'll oh. watch Climax or Fatal Attraction or whatever <laughs> film I want to watch. <laughs> and then just don't, yeah, just don't do anything just you should don't do. die. Okay, just guys? Don't die. Don't Bless do anything me. that causes marks or permanent damage. That's yes, Phil? And you guys can handle it. Parenting, isn't it? I mean, that's parenting. Basically, it is, isn't it? That's definitely how I parent. So, yeah, so, like, you know, they, I think it's been nice for someone to, like, to come in and not have their soul completely drained away yet. And so I'm, you know, I mean, we have circle time, and honestly, I get really excited with it. <laughs> so circle time is when you all sit in a circle on the carpet and you all sing songs and you all, like, and there's this, you have a bucket or a bag and each has, like, little props in it and then, like, the the person who's, like, in charge will, like, play with the props and hand them around and stuff and I'm getting into it probably more than the kids. <laughs> you know, I'm doing all the dance moves and stuff, like, come on, guys! <laughs> Hell. 
<laughs> it's so funny um but yeah oh it was so funny today though because like we had one of those like you know those fans where you know you you blow on them and they spin round, and it's just it's little things like that it's just really easy for kids that age to engage with you know and the kids are I mean they're fucking stupid because they're a year old so like they they can't blow very hard at all into these fans <laughs> and one of the you know where this is going one of the teachers um she was just like <laughs> she goes oh that's okay do, do you want to try she's like look at me blow I can blow really well <laughs> like Jesus. we all just absolutely died there was this moment where she was like please no one noticed what I just said and I'm relatively new and I haven't really let my my true self out in front of these Uh-oh. people and I'm narrow not looking at anyone I'm just like looking off and like <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know that thing where you kind of like you're trying not to laugh and you yeah. kind of press your mouth shut. Yeah. And you're like looking up, and then someone behind me just burst out laughing, and that was it. That like all the and then all the kids started laughing because you know the kids laugh at if yeah. you know, people are laughing, they just start laughing, and we're and then we start laughing at the kids laughing at this highly inappropriate joke, and it was just <laughs> yeah, like it's just like I didn't mean it, I didn't mean it. I was like yeah, but you are though, right? Uh. <laughs> Oh, that sounds, that sounds like a good, fun job. Yeah, do you know what? I, you know, I I only really pretend to bitch and moan about it. Like, it's tiring and that. But to be fair, as, as far as jobs go, it could, it could be a lot worse. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it sounds quite mellow, really. Yeah, it's pretty chill. Oh. Not, not din- dinner time is not mellow. Fuck, that's hot. Oh, time is not mellow. Oh, no. It shit about three or four times a day. And it every time, it's like, what did you eat? We don't feed you that much. What the fuck are you doing? Like, oh, it's awful. So I hate when I have to change his nappy. <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> what have I been up to? Uh, I've, I've been I've quite. I've been busy actually. Weekends have been busy. I've I've been to a, a couple of raves actually, back to back. Oh, so climax is a good one for you then. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, I, I was in Coventry last weekend. I uh, went to Amnesia House. Which is an all-day rave. Oh, uh, I can't do so a day was, rave. I can. I can't. So it's it 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 a good messy one. Um, yeah. Uh, flew past my train station. Uh, miss miss the station. Just flew. Past. <laughs> and I was like, uh, whilst what wife was waiting to pick me up, so I flew past that. And I had to go to oh, Reading. No. So that was that. Um, so yeah, that was fun. And then the weekend before, um, I was DJing up in Derby. Oh yeah. Nice. Places, so yeah, but, but that's that, right though, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's all right. This place is a bit weird. It's like this weird warehouse place out in the middle of nowhere. Wait um, for a rave. What do you want? Oh, no, yeah, it's ideal. Uh, but then I, I had to drive there because uh, I had to drive back because uh, I had yeah. stuff to do on the Sunday. And oh, um, proper let your hair down. So, yeah, so I mean, I was on at twelve, so I didn't finish to one. Hung around for a couple of a couple of the other guys playing, and then I left at sort of three, and then I had to drive back. Something to get in until sort of like six o'clock. So fucking hell! In the morning, tiring stuff. In the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I slept all day. So. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, I haven't really been watching much in the way of films in the last couple of weeks. It's just been yeah. Yeah, I've got. I've had a few in. Um, Obviously, it's been a while since our last episode, so um, I've actually updated my buy it, rent it, bin it. Um, okay. So um, I'll like I'll mention the the, the fallen. Um, yeah. 
Okay. Very briefly, but there are some more recent ones that I've watched. Because obviously I was off sick, you know, and I was off sick for quite a bit because I just kept getting bug after bug, you know. <clears throat> Luckily, they're very understanding of that and it's just very typical what happens when you start at a job. I was going to say, uh, kids, you're going to be picking stuff up all the time, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, so luckily they were very chill about it, and they they were just you know just rest up, take it easy, don't worry, it's fine. You know all that. So that's really nice because normally it's like, when can you come in? Can you not come in just for the morning? No, fuck off. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, and but I was I was so sick though, like I didn't want to watch anything new particularly because I just couldn't take it in. So I just watched reruns of Criminal Minds. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and it was great because I'd forgotten all of this stuff that had happened because I hadn't seen it since, like, I mean, you know, I mean, it came out in, what, 2005 or something? Um, yeah. And still, yeah. now, I haven't actually seen the last few ser- series, but um, but it's been quite fun to sort of, like, go back and just sort of do that. So I was watching a lot of that. I, did, I, have, I have watched a few new things, but... You know, it's been mainly Criminal Minds reruns and watching all of these, like, now famous people have, like, one of their early roles kind of thing. Oh, it's you. Oh, I forgot you were in this. You know? Ah, nice. Nice. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. What are you you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking my my old favourite, Roku Gin. And oh, it's a classic. Japanese classic. It's one of it's one of my favourites. But since our last um, episode... Um, I have restocked, re- uh, yeah, re- restocked my alcohol. Oh, good. Yes, um, she is replenished. Um, I have some vodka in there. I um, got some chocolate Baileys, some normal Baileys. I've got my Roku gin. I got, I got. It was on offer for six quid. I got some sham, like raspberry chambord. Is that what it's called? Like that kind of like, raspberry liqueur kind of. Oh, yes. Yeah, C-H-A-M-B-O-U-R-D. Yeah, I don't think it's going to it, but yeah, something like that. I got some of that yeah. uh, just for shits and gigs. Uh, nice. Yeah, I just got like, yeah, just like a few things that just kind of go with everything, you know. It's just like, all right, that's a nice solid baseline. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so don't worry, guys, because I know everyone was really concerned out of that whole thing, you know, everything that happened. It was It was the lack of alcohol that was... The most concerning. It was for me too, guys. Don't worry. So I have restocked and replenished. Stocks, that's the main thing. You need to have your stock in. Yeah, not the abuse of alcoholic potential partner guy. No, no, the lack of alcohol because <laughs> he drank it. Twat. Twat. If you're listening, you are a twat. Yeah, exactly. And in fact, any of your ex partners or. Oh, don't. Don't. Matt, don't. Because. Yeah, you <laughs> So. You know what? Fuck it. I'll name. I won't name and shame, but I'll shame. Oh. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what? If he wants to continue listening to my shit, he can continue listening to my shit. He should hear what I hear say about him in the fucking Heart of Horror show. So, um, <clears throat> uh, an ex of mine could could give a fuck what he says. We were dating, and that makes me sound like a right psychopath. <laughs> Real fucking Glenn Close type. Uh-oh. But, <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, so he got all up in my DMs. Going, oh, I heard about like you were in an abusive situation, uh, like the situation. No one should ever have to go through that. Like, I'm here for you if you need me. Bullshit, bullshit. And it was just like, oh, which abusive situation did you mean? Did you mean the alcoholic or did you mean you? Because, <laughs> and fuck off out my DMs because you've just broke up with your girlfriend and now you're fucking whatever. 
Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so that's <laughs> those are the other things that are happening in my life. But whatever. We move. It's all good. And I didn't even respond to him, to be fair. I couldn't even be asked to give him the light of day after everything. So, um, so yeah. So if you are listening, fuck off. Go fuck um, yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Because I ain't doing it anymore. <laughs> Girl boss hashtag, whatever. Um, so yeah, what are you drinking? Uh, well, I'm on little little cans of beer. You know, the little Coca-Cola. Oh, little, yeah. Um, and the first one I'm drinking is from Brewdog. And Very nice, it, old classic. It is, I don't even know what the hell it is. It's called Tropical Squeeze. Oh! Mm. It's really good. It's an IPA. But uh, yeah, it's really good. Mm, the juice is worth the squeeze. Wait. Wait. Who did that? Yeah. To bring uh, yeah. 5.4% and it's a nice little fruity number <laughs> <laughs> I love a little fruity number <laughs> I love a bit of ju- a juice to, juice to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love a bit of juice oh yeah a bit of fruit to squeeze there we go <laughs> anyway um, alright oh, so nice that's good. Good spot. Right then. Back on form. Clearly, we are. We are. <laughs> I am. We, we're in it. Um, right. Buy it, rent it, bin right. it. And you were remiss because last month, or whenever the fuck we last recorded, we forgot to do our reviews. Uh, our funny little online reviews. So we sorry. We did. Because um, I know it's it's a well-liked little segment. Um, but I've got two this week, this month, whatever, to make up for that. Um so have I, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go, in in tenfolds um, to yeah. make up for it. Um, so, yeah, sorry, guys, about that. It was just literally, we were out of practice. <laughs> and, forgot. and forgot. So, yeah. Um, do you want to go first with BioVentic Binet? I can indeed. Mm-hmm. I can indeed. Right. Uh, right, I'm going to start with a film from last year. Um, it came out about October last year, and that's Fall, the film Fall. Oh yeah, it's on Netflix now, isn't it? Which is currently on Netflix, uh, by Scott Mann, starring Grace Caroline Curry and Virginia Gardner, amongst others. So, if you haven't seen this, um, or the basically the premise about this is basically two girls um, are climbing a uh what kind of tower is it it's a communications tower oh okay i would say it probably is um and they're kind of doing it because they'd been on a previous trip and uh one of the girl's boyfriend had fallen to his death and it's basically this girl's kind of struggling with with that and so basically, anyway, it's the, the other friends basically saying, "Well, look, you, you need to sort your shit out. Come on, come with me. Let's do this." And I'm a uh, YouTube blogger, so we'll kind of, blo- you know, vlog it and climb up this this thing. Oh, so um, uh, like a, you know, a therapy almost. Yeah, kind of. I mean, they're obviously very good climbers, and this is what they did all the time before. Uh, oh, right. Oh, okay. Right. Sorry, so, sorry. Have you, have you oh, seen this? No, no, I've not seen it. So they're oh, all right. okay. climbers. He's fallen to his death. She's all, like, sad, and her mate's like, no, nah, fuck it. We love this shit. He loved this shit. We're going to do it for him. We're going to yeah. make a video. 
Yeah. I'll shit out. Right. Okay. Right. I'm bored. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm not going to say much else. It's pretty obvious. I mean, I, I knew what the whole thing was about before going into it. Um, it you know? sounds a little Frozen-esque. Well, you know what? I can't stand... I yeah. don't like um, horror films, which are in, in like a single location. Yeah, I remember you saying. I really didn't like Frozen. I should go back and watch that again, but I didn't enjoy it. I, I should watch it again. Frozen. It's not the best film ever. <sighs> I just I just find it a bit boring. I found it really suspenseful. Oh, okay. I think, um, I think if I overly empathise, though, with stuff, so I'm just like, oh, my God, what would I do? What would I do? Not that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I can see that. I mean, with this, um, I mean, I'm I'm not good with heights. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, I mean, I'm all right, but you know, I wouldn't certainly wouldn't climb on that fucking thing. That's for sure. Um, but anyway, look, I'm not going to say what kind of happens, but it is kind of obvious. Um, I, I thought the storyline was really pretty decent. The acting was decent. Um, what Sorry. I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I, I really, me, Florence and Marianne watched it together. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought it, it had really good cinematography. The storyline was pretty decent. Um, you know, and, and the backstory and everything that kind of happens throughout the story as it goes along, because you think it's going to be pretty obvious, but, you know, there's some twists and turns and all things going along throughout it. Uh, gave it the heebie-jeebies. Some of the camera views, you're like, oh my god, that's mm-hmm. making me feel uh, feel vertigo and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's a buy it for me. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, um, even though it had, it's pretty much its single location, really. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's pretty cool. I'm actually currently fucking someone who does that. <laughs> oh, I just... Here we go again. No, no, he's a good guy. Um, it's a very, very casual. It's a very much friends with benefits thing. Anyway, so like, um, like heavy emphasis on like the friends kind of thing. Um, but yeah, like he does the the free climbing. I think it's called. Is that what yeah, it's called? yeah, yeah, yeah. Without without ropes and stuff. Without ropes and everything. He's actually been on TV getting arrested for it and shit as well. Oh uh, shit! Proper. Yeah, he's just he's such an adrenaline junkie. Um, I you could not pay me enough fucking money in the world to do that. Absolutely not. I yeah. think he's absolutely I'm, doing it. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, totally out. But he absolutely loves it. So actually, I might when somebody pump comes by, I might um, I might see if he wants to watch it, and I might I'll see what he thinks. And like, he's like that would fucking happen. What are you doing that for? You, you know? Yeah, yeah. See if anything like that crops up, or whether it was all kind of like pretty, you know, um, uh, not reasonable. What's the word? Um, realistic. Realistic. Yes. <sighs> Um, but yeah, no, I do. I do want to check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's on Netflix. So check it out if you haven't seen it. You see that Deep House has just gone on Netflix as well. I think from 2019 was it? Sorry, what has the Deep House? Oh, the haunted house underwater job. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just landed on Netflix. I'm going to check that out at some point because I never got oh. that one. All oh, right. Yeah, that's that's worth a watch. Yeah. I know. Cool. All right. Um, what's your number one? My number, that was a buy it for you, was it? Sorry. It was indeed, yeah, yeah. Um, so my first one, um, was one when I was watching when I was ill, and that is Netflix's 
Um, Luther, the fallen son. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, yeah. Have you caught this one yet? I haven't. We're from 2023. Check I haven't. Um, yeah, so for those who don't know, there is a long-standing TV show. I say long-standing, it's what, six seasons? Yeah. Yeah, like fairly long-standing, isn't it? Um, series um, done by the BBC. Um, that's British Broadcasting Company, not what you find on Pornhub. Um, and... Well, <laughs> Oh, yes. Stars Idris Elba. Girls like BBC. Yep. <laughs> or maybe boys like BBC too. Uh, whatever floats your boat. Everyone. Everyone loves a bit. <laughs> I, think, I think I'll pass. Idris <laughs> Elba. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Fucking films. Okay. So, um, <laughs> fucking films. Um, <laughs> so... Um, oh, I've just realised that my WhatsApp is linked and on, so I'm going to log out of that so it doesn't ping off during the recording. Nope. Like that. Go away. Oh, that's my messenger. Where have I got Facebook open? Anywhere? No. I don't think so. Maybe yeah. it's me. No, I do. I have it open. There we go. Right. There should be no more pinging. Right. <clears throat> yes. Idris Elba. So, very nice. Um... And it's this, this this gritty, you know, crime series where it was involved some sort of theatric serial killer. And it's, you know, that kind of like set in London and lots of London landscapes and, you know, um, whatever. And he's like this cop who goes against the grain and like he's a bit of a renegade and, <clears throat> and all of this. Um, and it all sounds very kind of like a bit cheesy, but it's just somehow isn't. Yeah, it's 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 very it's a very good series. It's very fucking good. It's got a hell of a cast as well. If anyone's a fan of um, uh, fucking oh, Kill List and shit, it's got and uh, Spaced. It's got Michael Smiley in it. Um, and um, yeah, as I say, it's got Idris Elba, who is obviously an MVP. And um, throughout the seasons, it's got other people crop up in it as well, as it's gained momentum and, and popularity. Um, and they've come back with this with this sort of like. Uh, this feature um, and you don't have to have seen the TV show at all um, to watch this you, it's its own thing completely like it obviously involves a lot of the same characters but it doesn't like relate back to really any of the previous um, series at all so um, that's quite good uh, because I haven't seen the last seasons in a while and I can't really remember them Um but uh, yeah, it's really uh, it's re- oh, it's got Andy Circus in it as well, and it's got Cynthia. Al- I think she called is she called Alviro. Don't know. Oh, she's a ton. You'd recognise her. Um, and it's got yeah a couple of other people in it, and it's um, about a serial killer who um, basically kidnaps a whole bunch of people but he brings he like uh, their kids and he brings the parents to their kill sites and it's like a whole thing yeah um but it's all done as in very typical loose stars all done very theatrically and um you know he's all the killers all very elusive and um there's a whole thing with like tech and like almost tech war and things with okay. it so, um it's very modern in that respect as well um it's kind of definitely got 
edges of like black mirror in it and there's elements of like the dark web and stuff like that as well um so yeah it taps into a lot of like modern day fears okay yeah yeah um and as ever with this stuff it's well shot it's well directed it's well acted um the the pacing of it is maybe a little bit slow at times um but overall, like I, yeah, I had a really, really good time with it. I thought it was really gripping for the most part, and um, like it was a really interesting story. Um, so yeah, and it's on Netflix, so you can hardly go wrong with it. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't. Yeah. You know. Okay. No, yeah. it's, it's funny. I mean, I, I would have watched it, and maybe I still will do. Uh, it's just Marianne's watched it. I was out away somewhere. I was doing something, or I was out to the pub or something, and she watched it one night, and she said it was shit. And she's oh, a big, yeah, she's a big Luther fan. I so. will say that it's not as sharp as definitely the earlier seasons. Okay, yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, she always remembers that that scene where the guy creeps oh, out no. from underneath the bed, and that she oh, that always freaks her out. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Right, I who was I saying this? To? I was say, literally saying this. Like, I think I was talking to Sabrina about it because she's never seen it, and like. Luther, especially when it first came out, was such a, oh, have you seen Luther? Oh, my God, have you seen that? Oh, my God, do you remember that? But it was very that, wasn't it? Yeah. And, um, and for those who don't know, there's this there's this scene in season one where this woman, we're just sort of following her doing a bedroom, bedtime routine, you know. She gets into bed, she turns on soft light, she goes to sleep, and, like, you know, an hour goes by or whatever. Not in real time. Obviously, we don't sit there for an hour. <laughs> um, but, like, episode's over, guys. Enjoy. That's slow. That's a slow um, episode. It's a real slow episode. Um, but, yeah, like, an hour, whatever, goes by, she's fast asleep. And then out of... We don't know what the hell's going to happen. And out of nowhere, this hand just comes out this like shadow of this guy comes out from under the bed slowly pulls himself out from under the bed doesn't it oh the way it's done is oh it's so creepy so creepy and literally that is the reason why as a 35 year old grown-up who pays her bills and has a job and has a kid will search my flat with a knife every nook and cranny and i keep storage under my bed like, if I'm, like, feeling a bit creeped out, it's because of this. Like, I, that's the thing. You know how people have intrusive thoughts as they're about to fall asleep? That. That is my intrusive thought. And then I'm, oh, like, wow. with the light on tonight. And to make it worse, I've got one of those those attic doors in ah. my <laughs> So in season two, there's another terrifying as fuck moment where a killer comes out of one of those things from the fucking ceiling. So I'm, like, brilliant. I was, just, I, You know what? I'll just fucking slit my own throat. Save you the job. Oh, wow. <laughs> or just don't remember, look, there's nobody in your house, so you're fine. Don't do oh, well, you said that. Thanks, Matt. Touch wood. Cheers. Oh, God. <laughs> in actual fact, I'm in your loft recording right oh, now. Oh, so, Matt, Matt, that's you, not coming. You just turned around then. You could tell. No, no, because I'm not in my bedroom. I'm in the living room. But don't, because I'm, oh, no, because I'm right by my Juliet windows. Oh, oh, you're such a prick. Oh no! Right, um, I've got to see the light. So, is it a bite? I'm sleeping with light for you now. Cheers. <laughs> anyway, it's a bite. Bite, classic. Yeah, go check out. What if you haven't seen the original series, go fucking watch the original series. It's great. And it's Luther. What? The Fallen Sun. Sun, as in S. Matt Jones gave it a four and a half, if that helps. Who did? Matt Jones. 
on Letterboxd. Oh, right. Yeah, he really dug it. Yeah. Most people posted um, on like my thread and uh, said they really enjoyed it. So, yeah, give it a shot. Give it a good shot. Right. My number two <laughs> is a film called Stalker. <laughs> Stalker. Brilliant. Great. Uh, which is, uh, was made in 2022 by a chap called Steve Johnson. Hi, starring, starring Sophie Skelton and Stuart Brannan, amongst others. Now, this... Uh, so th- this has only just come out, even though it's uh, made in 2022. Um, not many people have watched it, by all accounts. Certainly the number of reviews on uh, Letterbox are minimal. Mm. However, I managed to get hold of a copy, and yeah, I quite enjoyed this. I thought it was all right. Um, it's obviously about a stalker, mm. um, and spoilers. Well, I know it's. I can't say much else. There's a stalker involved. <laughs> um, anyway, again, this film is. Uh, filmed in a single location again. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, God, not another one. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, again, this didn't really bother me, the single location. Uh, there's an, an actress and a uh, cameraman on her film uh, is they're basically stuck in a lift. Oh. Uh, now, I can't really say much else. But basically, it's uh, the interactions between these two characters. Um, there's He's got like a rucksack full of bits and bobs. Mm. Um, and just, you know, yeah, I, I can't say because I don't want to spoil it. Or in Kirsten Yeah, but it, it's, it's pretty much about the interactions between the two characters. Um, the scripting of it was so, so... Um, the acting was all right. I, I thought he was pretty good. I wasn't really keen on her. Oh, yeah? I don't know. She kind of um, irritated me a bit. Um, <laughs> and the editing was a bit shit in parts. Um, but, yeah, it's it, it's an interesting concept. And if you happen to come across this one, it's it's worth a watch. So yeah. I, I, would, I would say it's a rent it. I mean, it's on Amazon, I, Microsoft, iTunes, Recoup. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, it's out there. Mm. Have um, you seen Devil? Sorry? Have you seen Devil? Devil? No. Yeah, the single location in the left. You've told me about this before. Have I? Yeah. Oh, I, or maybe I have. Is that when somebody, Don't starts, somebody starts bleeding? Oh, shit, it's been years. I can't remember. Maybe. Um, yeah. Just checking my horror notes if it comes up. Oh, but you go devil. Cold oh, F devil. Oh, that's, that's silly, isn't it? <laughs> okay. No, I'll try through Letterbox, see if it have got it on there. So is that the same thing? Or is that there was like about five or six people in a lift? Yeah. Yes, I have seen it. I have seen you know it. that one? Yeah, I thought it was quite good. Yeah. So so you see this. I don't know if they've got occasion films, but so far you've listed about three that you quite like. OK. 
okay. I'm just maybe I like lifts. Maybe you like lifts. Where is a great, great like location? Did you like phone booth? Uh, I've not seen like it. Apparel. Not seen it. <gasps> oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I've just made a decision, and I bet you can guess what it is. I'm not watching phone booth. Yeah, fucking, we're watching it. No, I'm not watching it. Why? Uh, so that's a rent it for me. Rent it. Um, cool. My second one is another 2023. Mm-hmm. Oh. It is on Disney Plus. Um, oh. And it is Boston Strangler with Kira Knightley and Chris I, and I watched it the same time as you did. Oh yeah, you did. That's right. You posted it in the afternoon and said, I'm ill and I'm going to watch this. Yeah, I'm feeling sorry. I, I finished work and thought, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> yeah. What did uh, What did you think? What did I think? Oh, I quite enjoyed it. I yeah. It was all right, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought Kira Knightley was great. Um, her, it was something very different for her, I thought, or at least in terms of what I've seen. Um, yeah. Not that it was not in that it was a period piece. That's definitely not different for her. But um, <laughs> but in terms of like you know the genre and stuff, I just thought yeah, it was um, it was interesting to see her sort of branch out like that. Um, I haven't seen her do what was it? Um, was it Deadly Night. I was like end, back end of was it last year, a year before Deadly that Christmas Night. horror film. Anyway, she was in yes, yes, it, yes, it was. That's right. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen that, so I don't know if she was any good in that. But um, but yeah, I really enjoyed her. Her accent was a hit and miss sometimes. Um, she was supposed to be doing this little like Boston accent, but every now and yeah, then. Yeah, I thought she's all right. She sounded American, American enough. To be fair, a Boston accent is not is not easy. Um, Boston. 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 <laughs> and the only time I can do like a Boston accent is if I'm either quoting Goodwill Hunting or Ted. You know. <laughs> right, yeah. and it's not even me doing the accent it's just me imitating you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah no nah, but like um but yeah um i i thought it was really cool i actually you know what i realized that i didn't know that much about the boston strangler um which is surprising because i do really like my serial killers um and there was a period when i was um a teenager where i did nothing but research them for months and months on end and my parents were really worried um because they didn't realize that that is actually quite a normal thing for teenagers to do i mean at least in our circles am i right <laughs> okay yeah oh, um, fair <laughs> uh, but we lived on a cul-de-sac so just to give you an idea <laughs> most people go out fingering but you <laughs> you can't do both oh yeah yes yeah, you can do yeah. uh, thank you i i can multitask so <laughs> Just looking at dead bodies while getting finger blasted under the desk. <laughs> nice. I also, as well, I'd like to add the computer was in my parents' room. So that oh, Jesus. Wow. Not happening. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I said that actually, I didn't know that much about it. And, um, and I found it really interesting. I don't know how interesting it would be for someone who did already know stuff about it. Because um, I don't think, I think at this point, do you know what I mean? Like it's decades later. I don't think that there's going to be much to 
much new to bring to the table but I like how they sort of did a, a spotlight she said type of angle where it was kind of following the uh, journalism story uh, behind it yeah. Um, yeah and you know and like the, doing it as like almost like a people piece um, and yes. yeah, behind yeah. the murders and not behind the, like who did it but like you know people who it affected and um, you know the how it it affected how them cover these two women in that time period covering the story really affected them not only just in terms of their own safety but also just in terms of the misogyny and the sexism that they had to you know constantly of course yeah yeah um and i just thought it was a really nice interesting angle that they took that on they didn't try glamorize anything it was very you know to the point and you know like these women they didn't try to sugarcoat anything and they were very much about as far at least as far as i know i went and did a little bit of looking into it and stuff afterwards um of course a lot of people are you know hey he was convicted he was later proved guilty of this murder so therefore he must have been guilty of these other ones but there is a lot of speculation about whether actually you know he did them all and it could have been multiple killers um and stuff as opposed to just one but i like how yeah. they did that either they weren't afraid to sort of answer, ask those questions and to put those things forward um and i thought yeah i mean it was it was that very kind of like the cinematography and it was that very kind of grainy sort of you know grayed out yeah filter and stuff and like i don't know i've i heard an episode of um abc's of hidden horror with uh jamie and brian and dave z um hey guys if you're listening um and um I remember them talking about how like certain, especially like the green filter or the blue filter will really just pop up for them and it just makes them their eye rolls because like, eyes roll, sorry, because it's almost like lazy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, let's create this type of effect. Crack a load of blue over it. Sore. You know? <laughs> um, and stuff yeah, like yeah. So things like that really like pop out to me ever since um, they sort of said that. And so I kind of like, but it, it wasn't anything to sort of like, detract away from it it was just i just noticed that sort of stuff now i was like of course it's gloomy it's boston it's serial killers it's gonna have that grayed out filter do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no exactly exactly uh, but that's just me nitpicking i really enjoyed it it's a buyer for me and and i think if you're into um serial killers and things done slightly differently and or if you're a fan of movies like spotlight and she said this is definitely one to check out yeah i i, I really liked it yeah i can't remember what did i think of it uh, uh, I gave it a six point five. Oh, you so, yeah. So I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I did enjoy it. I just found it just a little bit too long. It's you not know? two hours. It's not short. Yeah, it just could have done with a bit of sort of trimming, personally. But yeah, I, I, I thought it was pretty decent. Um, yeah, I gave it a three and a half. So you should. I mean, maybe I should give it a rent it, but. I wouldn't be opposed to having this in my collection if it, like, you know, if it wasn't on Disney Plus and I saw it, yeah, I'd probably pick it up. Yeah, no, good shout, good shout. Nice. Yeah, cool. Uh, My final one is a film called The Integrity of Joseph uh, Joseph Chambers. Oh, I don't know this. Have you heard about this? No, nothing. I don't know nothing. Um, this is a film by Robert Machoan. Machoan? Oh, Macko. I can't pronounce his surname. My, my apologies. M A C H O I A N. Machoan? Machoan? Anyway. Machoan? I don't Coin? know. 
Sorry, dude. I don't know. Sorry, dude. Uh, so this uh, was made in 2022, um, and it's only just come out on VOD. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I went uh, on the high seas to watch this chappy. What was that noise? Um, sorry? What was that noise just then? Uh, it was me tapping my pen against my leg. Yeah, don't do that, because it doesn't sound like that. Oh, does it sound like wanking? Yes, it does. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Well, maybe I'm wanky over the integrity of Jason Chambers. Yeah, if you wanted to compare yourself to a slim pen, go for it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this is a, a... What? Under that desk. <laughs> Finger blasting. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Sorry, so, so this basically is about a... A chap who goes out into the woods on his own on a hunting trip. His wife says, don't go. And he's like, no, I need to do this for myself. I need to learn how to hunt. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to come back with a kill of some form. Um, and this guy's quite a likable chap. But he's, he's yeah. a bit of a... He's a bit of an idiot, really. Um, you know, he's falling about. He's just he's not a very good hunter. And then he stops to eat his lunch and he's doing dance moves and he's singing. He's just a bit... I mean, he's quite a likeable character. Yeah, nice. Um, so, yeah, half the film is just following Joseph Chambers as he's off on his hunting trip in his own world. Mm. You know, he's... You know, when you're just kind of on your own, you think nobody else is watching you. I can just go and do whatever I like. Always. And then I realised that, like, there's someone, like, following <laughs> me or something. <laughs> I did that. I had my earphones in. I was having, I had a really good night, <laughs> shall we say. And, like, I was real buzzing the next day. And I have my earphones in. And I was listening to Miley Cyrus, of all things. And um, <laughs> this is way, way, way back when. Um and uh, and I was doing like a little kind of like yeah happy dance like to myself in the corridor while I was waiting for the lift earphones in facing the lift so obviously completely oblivious and um, I realised that there were about three people also waiting for the lift behind oh. me doing proper that kind of like slide thing you know where you click and you slide and you kind of oh no oh yeah because I was all in my I was all up in my jam and I you know I, I met this guy and it's all. Oh, and then I was like, oh. Embarrassing. Oh, hi there. Oh, hi, what's up? And I, you know what? I do that shit all the time. All the time. All the fucking time. Because I'm so fucking oblivious. <laughs> so, yeah, can relate to this guy. Yeah, it's sorry. It's a good trade. It's a good trade. Uh, so, anyway, he's, yeah, half of it is basically following him uh, as he's going around doing his dumb shit. Anyway, something, <laughs> ha something happens halfway through. I'm not going to say what it is. And the story takes quite a sharp turn. And then you're basically following Joseph Chambers as he reacts to this sharp turn and how he deals with this sharp turn in events. Um, I can't say much more because it's, uh, <laughs> it's all ruined the whole film. Um, so basically, yeah, look, I, I, I really quite enjoyed this. I especially enjoyed, actually, I really quite enjoyed the first half. I, I don't know, I just really kind of liked buying this goof bag as he's just doing dumb shit. 
And I, I just find, find it really quite endearing. Yeah. Really, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it, it is, it's quite slow-paced. It is quite slow-paced, that first half. So some people will go, oh, God, this actually is a bit boring. Yeah, like, um, where's Cora, mate? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it does pick up. Um, I, I really like the actor, um, Clayne Crawford, who played okay. Joseph. Uh, he was pretty good. And Jordana Brewster played his wife. Oh, I like Jordana Brewster. Yeah, she's pretty decent. Um, yeah, it, it was uh, a decent little 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 story. It's, it's not particularly long. Uh, it's well shot, um, well acted, and yeah, quite a decent little story. So that's a rent it from me. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Um, again, the integrity of Joseph Chambers. It's an interesting name. Quite like that. I'm going to see if I can check that out just because I want to see his dancing. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's hardly uh, hardly anyone's watched it. Um, I only heard Mark Nado mention it um, as one of the films for March. I don't I don't know if he's even watched it, but it was in his list. Um, and it, it's anyway, it's out there it's on Google Play, Microsoft Store, and Voodoo. The voodoo that you do. And that is that. Fair play. Um, Fair play. Got some reviews. What? Have we got some reviews? I've got my third one yet, and I was saving it for last. Oh, bugger. I thought you went first. No, you went first. Oh. It's The Shallows. Yay! Yeah. Saving it till last. So I had a little while ago now, (laughs) Um, but um, as um, at least anyone who has listened to the last episode and follows our Facebook page knows, you sent it to me for my birthday. I did indeed. Hilarious post. Legs legs akimbo. (laughs) Yeah, cheers for that. (laughs) Um, Anyway, it's the Shallows from when is it? 2012? 2014. And... <clears throat> uh, it's got Blake Lively in it and some other people, but mainly Blake Lively and her butt. Um, not complaining. Yes. She's got a really nice bum. She has um, got a nice bum. She's got a nice bum. Well, I mean, she is like very fit and healthy. So, you know, she should. Um, yes, it was. Oh, it's so silly, wasn't it? But it was really, really good. Um, I had such a blast. I really liked her character. I really liked all the the personal stuff that they sort of put mm, in. About yeah and things and you know and the reason why she's there and the whole stuff with her mum was just oh it you know it does pull at the heartstrings um and she was just she was just goofy enough that she was it was that real balance she could have been annoying yeah but she was was just kind of likable yeah you know um like what you know that whole car journey where like (laughs) she's so (laughs) enthusiastic about going to this place and this guy's just like all right love (laughs) All right, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think he calls her bossy in so many words, like not not directly, but like he kind of just sort of, she says, oh, I'm just this. And she's like, you mean bossy? He's like, yeah, bossy. (laughs) Um, But um, but yeah, and I thought, um, I mean, you know, the behaviour of sharks is is not what is portrayed in this film at all. Um, But I feel like if you want that, watch National Geographic. If you want a fun shark movie 
without tornadoes in it and Blake Lively doing what Blake Lively does and being pretty and sweet and lovable. Yeah. You know? Um, and I really, uh, I went online, obviously. Uh, so my my fun online reviews are for this film. And there was okay. so many people like critiquing, oh, like it just like the end, like how it all ends and stuff. And I was like, I fucking loved it. I thought it was badass. Like I properly, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, shark fucking have it you know <laughs> um and I just thought it was really cool I mean like it was just it was one of those films like if you're gonna pick holes in it then just fucking what are you doing this this is not yeah. this is not a film for you don't watch Deep Lucy don't watch The Shallows don't watch do you know what I mean like stick to Jaws 100% respect that this film is for you yeah you know but was, if, was, it, was it The Shallows where, where the with well, the, the surfers, and then the, the, literally there was a scene where the shark just goes, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And the the way that it was shot, and the, the surf. I mean, the the surfing shots were amazing, anyway. Um, and you know, it was really cool. I mean, I just think surfing is amazing. Like, I have such um, like awe for people who can do that because it's just the. I mean, I can't even stand on a fucking board. I've tried it. I'm. I'm Bambi on ice. It's, I mean, worse. Um, I don't even get on my feet, you know. Uh, people who can ride waves and to that capacity, and you know, it, it, oh, it's just amazing. So those shots were incredible. The scenery was incredible because it's on this, like, you know, it's it's supposed to be on this really remote little island, the secret island, um, <clears throat> you know, where no one knows where it is, and you have to have a secret password to get in, and you're not allowed to wear trainers, you know. And um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah and the gore's really cool and her survival stuff is really cool and like you sort of realize that she is more than this just very sweet because she's she's what she's a surgeon or she's a doctor or something um so she's very savvy when it comes to like first aid and things like that and the way that she's just so resourceful and then ah who doesn't love a bit of a pun steven siegel (laughs) ah her version of Wilson the ball, you know, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I tell you what, I cared so much about that fucking bird surviving. I know, like, that's great. To the point, I cared more than her surviving. Yeah, it's, a good, it's a good little, little segue, isn't it? A good little, oh gosh, it's, it's so, yeah. un- it's not needed. It doesn't bring anything except it's just lush. Yeah. You know, I agree. I agree. Um, I agree. So yeah, I I'm I really loved it, and um, I'm really glad that I have it in my collection. Thank you very much, Matt. And if I didn't already have to buy it, uh, so if I didn't already have it, I would buy it. Oh, good. Because um, it is good fun, and it's probably going for real cheap nowadays. So. <laughs> hey. Oh no! Right, right. on you at all. I just meant in terms of the quid off. You know, Blake Lively's butt alone. You know. Yeah. <laughs> A quid on Amazon. Yeah, exactly, right? Again, I saw my, my friendship's worth to you, Matt. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it was really good. I also as well have a little bit of a bonus, a little bit of a follow-up from last episode, if I may. Okay, go on. Um, real quick. So last episode, I did part one of season four of You from Netflix. Oh, yes. And this time... I have part two. Now, this has been out for a while. As we have mentioned, this episode was supposed to have been done a little bit ago. Um, But I would feel it remiss being that I mentioned the first one in the last episode to not mention the second part in this one. Uh, So I imagine everyone who's going to watch it has probably watched it by now. Um, And this half 
still kind of follows down the route of what I said last time as a very murder mystery, bit of Jalloesque kind of styly. Um, but there is a bit of a turn in it, and um, it's great. Um, it's unexpected. It's very different. A lot of people are criticizing it, and I do understand why. But for me, it does make perfect sense. When you, not even just in terms of like within the show, but just in terms of psychology, you know, uh, okay. and how, you know, I don't want to say too much, but like how repression works and how, and suppression works and, and how certain traumas can, um, create certain responses and things like that um I, the characters are juicy you've got all this intrigue and you know most of it right until the end you're just like oh um and yeah it's just it's really cool and i mean pen badly um funnily enough because he starred in gossip girl with blake lively pen badly is just delicious as ever his whole character he just you know it's just such a a character you can relish, you know, it's just so good. And what people criticized about when they first watched the first half, they should be satisfied with what we're given. Okay. Half. Um, because it turns out without saying too much, what we thought we knew, we don't know. Okay. Um, what we thought is happening isn't, isn't what's happening. So <clears throat> it's, um, it's very smartly done and I do actually because before I was like I don't know why they've never done it this way before I don't know why they split it up and now I get it because I it's see, yeah. a cool way of doing it for the narrative that has played out um, and if anyone is on Instagram or TikTok there's uh, a British radio DJ and podcaster called David Whiteley and this was yeah probably a month ago now he's very hot off the mark and he does this um, reel about um why you season four worked for him when it didn't work for so many other people. Um, and I, if anyone wants to go check it out, I agree completely with what he said. And it echoed a lot of my own thoughts. And because I thought I was going nuts because everyone was like slagging off. And I was just like, but what? But this, but this, but this. And then I thought it come up on my on my Instagram feed. And I was like, yeah, fucking A. Thank you. Indication, <laughs> you know? Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so yeah, so if anyone... It's maybe just a bit like, oh, you know, I want to like it, but I just I couldn't get my head around this, whatever. Have a look at David Whiteley. You know, he does bring it round in a way that's um, that you might you might like, basically. So, yeah, anyways, buy it from me. Um, I, I The whole season for me was really fun and interesting and different from the other series, and um, I recommend it. Nice. That's you. That is, me, that is That's me and that's you. That's me and that's you. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. You okay, want to do your but... online reviews first? I can. Because I've talked. I can about... indeed. Uh, I took a photograph of what somebody had written. Look at this photograph. Uh, uh, this is a review of the integrity of Joseph Chambers. Uh, I... do Doppelganger Dev wrote, hmm. folks, Remember Mumblecore? <laughs> well, meet, well, meet Nothingcore. The, the next level is scratching your head, wondering how did this get made? Oh. Ouch. I feel yep. like it's me. That was it. 
Uh, one and a half stars. Oh, no. We didn't like it. I'm going to put five stars now just for that. Just for that. <laughs> just for that. <clears throat> okay. Right. Um, you said you had another one? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is for Stalker. Okay. Uh, this <laughs> this is by Murin or Murin. 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 M U I R I double N. Murin. Like urine, but with an M. That's unfortunate, isn't it? Isn't it just? Uh, anyway, urine, urine, wrote, <laughs> one of the worst films I've ever seen. Bollocks. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I mean, succinct. I like it. Yeah, to the point. All right, fair enough. What, what, one star. One star. Bollocks, mate. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Fair enough. Um... All right, cool. So both of mine are for the shallows. Because fun. Okay, yeah. Um, so these are both from... Oh, shit. No, I think they... I can't remember where they're from, actually, if they're from... Um, IMDb or, or Letterboxd. But both are, are um, one-star reviews. Um, yep. <laughs> so um, first one is titled... Dear God, please forgive them for making this movie. And, uh, oh, I think this one, no, I think this one's from um, IMDb because of the name. So Anthony John Nolan, dash 158-9264902. Yet to be confirmed if the boss or not. Um, yeah. And this goes, <clears throat> dear God. And oh, by the way, it's laid out like a letter. Right. right. So instead of going like, dear God, it's like, it just says, dear God, dear God, I'm grateful for, for the, oh, from the shots of Blake Lively in her bikini. However, this film is just awful. A bag of Mickey's. I don't know what that is. A bag of Mickey's? Mickey's. Yeah, that's what it says. I don't know what it is. That's what it says here. I was actually rooting for the shark. It was so bad. Please forgive the director for his misdirection and please also forgive the CGI guy and his old Dell laptop for the terrible special effects. Amen. Everything aside, I feel that right now, God, in all his mightiness, has more shit to fucking think about. <laughs> Then a film from like what nine years ago? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That no one, no, I don't want to say no one cares about. That's not fair. But like, I don't really think he's going to give a fuck <laughs> in all his omnipotent glory. I feel like right now there are other things that he really needs to be focusing on. I think so. And that's fact. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, he, John Nolan, but I don't think your prayers are going to be answered on this one. He's wrong. He is wrong. Thoughts and prayers. Um, <laughs> so <clears throat> this is the second one. This is from Letterboxd, and this was a one-star review. Um, so fair play, because you can give like a, a half a star. So he gave a little one-up. Okay. Um, awful. Worst movie ever from Isa Seven. Oh. Ready? Who? Who? Isa. E-A-S-A-R. Like Caesar, but not. All right. Cool. 17 right mm. worst thing i've ever seen nothing to recommend or even talk about 
And yet, <laughs> um, this ruined my entire weekend. I seriously see the beach and the waves every time I close my eyes. They can't even be serious about publishing a movie like this. I really did not like the movie. I'm really disappointed. Don't waste your time watching it. I almost slept watching it. Seriously. OMG! Explanation point, explanation point, explanation point. Because of this movie, I decided not to watch movies at the cinema anymore. Dot, dot, dot. What a complete penis. <laughs> oh, I know. I okay, look. Okay, look. <laughs> Oh, this kind of gets gets my piss boiled. Come on, lay it on me. Well, no, just I mean, okay. It's it's not Jaws, and it's not trying to be. No, you know, it's a good fun shark movie. It's it's actually one of the better ones. Yes, to be fair, it, you know, there's some absolute shit out there. Damn bone can attest. So oh. you know what I mean. Yeah, it's oh, it's not it's not the worst movie ever made. Expensive thing ever that it was like. Oh, sorry, please it, sort your shit out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you haven't seen a bad shark movie. If you, if this if this is getting you this angry, fucking let's see what else is out there, buddy. Just don't don't watch shark movies. Just don't watch shark movies. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to go to the cinema again. Oh, go you, fuck yourself. I want you. As someone who used to work at the cinema, we don't want you and your bad attitude. Yeah. Yeah, piss off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and, and that's that. And that is that. That is. Buy it, rent it, bin it. Yep, forgot it. Rent it, bin it. If you know what it's called. It was right in front of me as well, but I just wrote BRB on my notes and I was just like, fuck, what's that acronym? <laughs> Big red <laughs> bell end. Oh. Nice. Either one, either one works. Big red boobs, big red bell end, big red booty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All red, all red. Yep. <laughs> anyway, Hi. we are entering into our game segment. This time it is my. Actually, this is like my favorite because it's a lot easier to prep for um, than the others. And uh-huh. that is, um, would you rather? Um, cool. Uh, whenever I do that, I always try and get the music to sync in it, and I don't think I ever succeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you do very well. Oh, thanks, buddy. Uh, I'm glad you hear it. <laughs> um, well, I've only got one. I've got two, but that's cool because we're running long okay. anyway. So I, I, I'll get I'll get sandwiched between you. Okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so, right. <laughs> My first one is, would you rather be stuck in the sunken place or be a victim of It Follows, or It from It Follows, whatever, but no one will fuck you? All right. Repeat, repeat that again. Would you rather be stuck in the sunken place where, where's the sunken place? From Get Out. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with me. Good. Um, yeah. Or be a victim of it from It Follows, but no one will fuck you, so you can't pass on the curse. So with the latter one, you're basically just being followed. It, for the rest of your life. You're just running. And it, 
can't get away from it. Yeah. And, and no is... So you either just let it happen or you have to be a bit mean. Oh, that's an under... Didn't mean to undermine. You have to rape someone. It's fucking horrible. Not be a bit mean. Fucking awful. There you go. Be a terrible person. Uh, uh, but it, 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 it's dark actually when I said it. I was like oh that'd be funny predicament <laughs> didn't mean for it to go that dark <laughs> tell you what let's re- remove rape from the equation that's not fun let's just have it you have to, you have to run, run forever or stuck in the sunken place for the rest of your life run forever or until you die or till you give in and you're just like just fucking yeah, no, I, I, I just, oh, I'm knackered. I can't be asked. <laughs> follows one. Just, oh. yeah. After about half an hour, but, oh, fuck this. I can't be asked. <laughs> just gonna have a lie down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wherever. Um, <laughs> but then, if you're stuck in the sunken place, uh, and you can't get out until she rings the teacup, is that correct? No, it's so she uses the teacup as like a way to put you under into hypnosis so that you can be susceptible to the and that and to suggestion. So what the sunken place is is when they transport way they transplant someone's brain. Oh, that's right. Okay. But they leave enough of your um subconscious so that you remain conscious within your brain, but you have no control over anything that happens in your body and you just have to sit like a passenger in your own mind. You know what? That's me every Friday night at the pub, so I'll go for that. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Fair play. There's none of that dread either, because you know like when you run up the stairs and someone's chasing after you? Oh, oh. yeah. I can't, I can't be asked with that. that forever. Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, I, place. I think maybe, would you get over it? You just go, oh, do you know what, actually? I quite like floating about down here. Yeah. No, that's literally my life anyway. Also, as well, the people who are taking over your body, like, because they're in this in get out anyway, they're all old, aren't they? So it'd just be like, <laughs> you sound like a twat because you don't know how I talk. I'm like, oh, I think you're weird, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be quite yeah, definitely go for that. With the trauma, I reckon it might be a bit entertaining. Yeah, I'm with you, I think. Right, we'll see. Okay. I, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Cool, right <laughs> now. Would you rather mm-hmm. have teeth for pubes or pubes for teeth? Where does this come out in a horror movie? This is not in a horror movie. Well, yes, it is. You've seen, seen, seen the film Teeth? That's it's where I got teeth. my... Teeth are in her vagina. Ah, I know, but that's where I got my idea from. Okay, would I rather have... Wait, pubes for teeth or teeth for pubes? Yeah. Teeth for pubes, which came off quite well in that film. What happens if somebody was, you know, having a bit of fun? <laughs> well, there's not how, like, it's not in my vagina though, is it? Yeah, I know, but it's still a bit, of, you know, friction and stuff. <laughs> so, but, well, put like a little merkin over it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like, all right, yes, you're welcome to come and stay, but you must put on this barrier. But, oh, protect you. Both for pubes. All right. What do you want to see? What's underneath? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Are those teeth? <laughs> yeah. Although, if I only had hair for teeth, I'd give I'd give pretty good blowjobs, and I, I mean, I give pretty good blowjobs anyway, for all accounts. But like, it would be like they wouldn't have that risk factor, would they? <laughs> <laughs> Tickly blowjobs. 
<laughs> oh, oh, can you imagine that getting the back of your throat though? Ah, no, definitely, definitely teeth for pubes. Fucking hundred percent. I can't, I can't stand it when a hair gets in my mouth in any context before you start. In any context, uh, nah, no, yeah, teeth for pubes, definitely, yeah. And nice. I won't have to worry about shaving. No, I don't well, have to worry. You don't have to worry. Have to worry about your teeth falling out or having. Uh, you need to go to the dentist. <laughs> Open wide. Yeah. I've got toothache. <laughs> they go. Oh, okay. But why are you? Why are you undressing? Can you imagine the braces? <laughs> oh. Uh, you know, I reckon if they fell out, right? Because you know, you get old people now, right? They're like dentures. <laughs> oh, I need a root canal. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I've got tooth decay. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Oh. I my lady would be like the tongue. <laughs> The opposite thing if you have to go to a, a tanning salon or a beauty place and say, oh, can I have a full wax, please? <laughs> wax, wax, wax. Yeah, can I have a bikini wax? And you just like open your mouth and like, what? Oh, no. No. <laughs> can you p- p- purse your lips, please? Ew. Gross. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. Um, wrong pair of lips. <laughs> oh, oh, oh fun and games right what was your second uh so my second one <clears throat> um would you rather go on a romantic date which includes public displays of affection right so if you've got a romantic date in public with people mm. around, including public displays of affection <clears throat> with either Esther from Orphan. Think on that for a second. Oh, crikey. Right? Hang on, I need to stifle my erection. <laughs> I thought I heard something stretch. <laughs> you got that pen out again, mate. Um, <laughs> technically, it's legal because she's technically not nine. <laughs> or... Tiffany from Bride of Chucky when she's a doll. <laughs> With public displays of affection. Oh my good God. Absolutely <laughs> rather. <clears throat> oh my good God. Um <sighs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's all, both a bit wrong. Yeah, I know. That's why I did it. <laughs> uh, sheesh. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, God. I'm so proud of myself right now. <laughs> P- people would be like, 
What you do on both occasions? Yeah, I know. People will be like, "What the hell are you doing?" This is uh, why it's so funny for me. <laughs> oh my god! But, to, to what extent <laughs> it is my affection? Like, well, uh, it's not a romantic date. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Finger under the table. <laughs> <laughs> Use one of those remote control vibrators. Do a Harry oh. Harry Met Sally. Do a Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Happen. It would. It, I think it would have to be uh, orphan lassie. <laughs> really? Poor I Harry think Paul. so. Because it was. I don't know. Well, hang on. Because that's the other one's a doll. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. On the surface, looks illegal. Ones in, yeah. But then it, oh, I don't know. I think I'd rather. First off, way better conversation. Second of all, it's weird, sure, but you're not a pedo. But you're not a pedo, though, are you? Not a pedo. You know that. She knows that. No one else does, though, do they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. What? <laughs> Great night out. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's there's that. To be fair. Yeah. Also, be a laugh. technology and shit. I reckon everyone's going to be going out on dates with dolls in the near future. Yeah, we already are. You know, you got those like. Those really like high tech sex dolls. Yes. Right. Yes. Just a lot. Matt's like, yes. I have heard of this. Yes, I have heard of this. I, I have haven't got one upstairs. Yeah. Tied <laughs> to my bed. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tiffany's kind of like one of those, except you know, sentient and a lot shorter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, she probably holds way better conversation. Fuck it, fucking Jennifer Tilly. How are you not wanting to bang that in doll form or not? She's a weird lass. She is, but she's so great though. She embraces yeah. the weirdness. I love her for that. Yeah, no good shit. Yeah, and she's got boobs, isn't she? She's got, she's got massive boobs. Great boobs. Boobies. Boobies. <laughs> Boobies. Ah, oh, the oh no, that's wrong. That's a weird segue, but it just reminded me of it. I was going to say like the kids at nursery man they are they are fans of me sometimes <laughs> oh god what do you do <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, oh. no but they'll just like they just they just go for go for the boobs like i have to be careful about what tops i wear i've learned because if i wear them too low cut they'll just pull them down really yeah because they just want boob because they're most of them are breastfed but like oh, they're they're, they're kind of used to being breastfed or like and they've had bottles provided or whatever and then they just pull you down. Gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, right. Right. Bargain bin me. And the Bargain bin Right. I have found this week extremely tough and not many bargains afoot. I don't know what's happening. But they're t- probably here, I think, probably, eh? Not very good this this week, I'm afraid. 
Boo. Boo hiss. Anyway, I have come up with the following. This is the best I can, honestly, the best I can do. Um, Germany. Uh, it follows five, ah! Euro, five euros 97. Tell you what, man. The way that we sometimes fucking link up without even realising. It's just like pure <laughs> magic. One mind, mate. One fucking One mind. mind. How much is it going for in, Ger- in Germany? Five euros 97. That's really good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad for us at all. Yeah, well, I'll probably have a cool, a cool couple of special features on that too. Um, and then we've got uh, The Mist. Yeah. Five euros 79. Oh, so good. Is that just the, the one cut? It doesn't have like the black and white cut on it, presumably. It has both. Has it? The fucking... Mm. Oh, that is such a bargain. It's a bargain, isn't it? Yeah. Quality, uh, not easy, isn't it? Eh, it's a good, good film, that. Um, and then we've got Death Proof, mm-hmm. on, it, on its own. Same. Uh, €5.79. That's not bad, is it, for that? I, I think, wait, no, it's Planet Terror. It's my favourite out of the two. Oh, right. Death Proof's the one where he's driving around crushing. It's very fucking cool, but the other one has got Rose McGowan with, like, one leg and a fucking massive... A machine gun. A machine gun right. leg and, and also boobs, so... Yeah. Putting that for a fucking cherry, man. Oh. Yep. Carry on. Uh, Army of Darkness at €4.99. Yeah, fair play. I would probably put that at that. But that is a bargain anyway. That's not bad. And then finally, The Relic at €4.97. I still need to watch that. It's on fucking everything as well. I've got no excuse. Every single time I go to watch it, though... I'm either knackered or I'm not feeling great. And I'm like, I can't, I haven't got the brain because I know it's not the type of film to watch when you're not, you know, switched on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's just usually when I'm like, oh, because if I'm like fairly switched on, I'll try and watch film. Oh, sorry. If I'm not fairly switched on, sorry, um, or whatever, I'll try and watch films that I've either seen before or ones that are like fairly straightforward. You know, or whatever. <clears throat> or like slasher or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Or like a good kind of like cat and mouse thriller or something, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit, like, yeah, just kind of switch your brain off a little bit. Um, yeah. And then, but it, yeah, every time I've kind of gone to, it's only when I'm ill or I'm tired do I ever get the time to kind of just browse. Oh, what can I watch? What's on? What's on? And I'm like, oh, the relic still haven't watched that yet. And then I'm like, oh, but not right now. <laughs> yeah. And then when I'm switched on, I'm like, right, I need to watch something current because I need to pay attention. You know, it's a few years old now. So I need to find my moment with the relic. It will happen. It will happen. It will happen. Yep. Uh, that's Germany. And then we're going to Canada. Uh, we've got Crawl. Oh, yeah. At 13 Canadian dollars and 10 cents. Hey, that's not bad for Canada, is it? For, like, you know, the gap conversion. I like Crawl. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it's all right. It's not bad. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Beetlejuice at 12 Canadian dollars. Fucking love Beetlejuice. Uh, then we have, unfortunately, Underworld Awakening at 6 Canadian dollars at 99 cents. That's right. And Underworld for, and Underworld itself for six Canadian dollars and ninety nine cents. But, I don't know why they're so cheap. I mean, I could probably hazard a few guesses, but I really like the Underworld movies. 
they're nonsense yeah. rubbish, but they're so just they're just good popcorn action horror films. And I used to watch them a lot with my uncle when I was a bit younger. Okay. When first came out because he's really into that kind of like, anything like that, which is like action and horror and vampires and fantasy and yeah, you know, yeah. Shittier the better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like real B movie budget type guy. So it's just the better. And the fact it's got Bill Nye and shit in it. Do you know what I mean? And also, you know, Kate Beckinsale and fucking leather. Yeah. So like, we're like, fuck yeah. I'm like, so me and him used to watch that shit together. So I think I always have a bit of a soft spot for it, you know? Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. I like him. Good stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then we go to Oz. Now, Oz, uh, Australia is really expensive. I don't know what's happened there, but the price I mean, is generally though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's got, it's got a bit daft. As it, I mean, literally daft. I mean, the best I can find, cocaine bear. <laughs> Is that out already? Yeah. That's 20, a new one. 26 Aussie dollars and 99 cents. That sounds right to me, though. It's a new release. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I've always used to find some cheaper stuff, but this is... Yeah, but uh, that not even had a Blu-ray release, release here. I don't think it has. No, that's fresh off that. How, has that been reduced? Uh, not sure. Not sure on that. I think it's just like the best price. Oh, okay. I, I uh, new release, and it didn't do too badly either. It had a lot of good press. You know, yeah. um, I reckon that sounds about right. It's not cheap, but it's not unexpected for what it is. Uh, let me just let me just have a quick quick look at that. I'm going to have a look to see whether it's out here because I never got around to watching it in the cinema. I was really good. Fucking illness, honestly. Oh, I saw... By the way, I didn't mention what I was going to talk about in the bright red minutes. Saw Scream 6. That was the main one. Oh, right. Okay. And I forgot to put it up on the fucking page. Don't know why. I'm normally pretty good with it. Okay. But, yeah, um, you are. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I fucking saw it and I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. I preferred the other one, number five. Okay. Um... But I like what they did with it, and I thought it was it was good shit. But yeah, like out with that, like I haven't been able to see anything in cinema because I've been fucking ill all the time. So yeah, oh, sulking about it because I really wanted to watch Cocaine Bear. All right, sorry, uh, Cocaine Bear is a pre-release. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's coming out on the twenty fourth of May. Oh, it's on Prime, though, for a home premiere. Oh. I mean, you'd have to... It's it's, it's all right. It's, I mean, I, I know some people have really, really liked it. Some people thought it was just all right. It, it, it's worth a watch, I'd say. I am all up for it. I think it looks like it. It's one of those films which, to me, seems like one of those ones where... You crack on with your mates, have some food, have some, you know, beers, have some... Yeah, exactly. You can have a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's exactly, like, how I intend to watch it when I do. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow's anything? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Terrifier and All Hallows' Eve for 26 Aussie dollars and 98 cents. Maybe it's such expensive. I know it's two films, but yeah. Mm. What's what is, that a, is that a full length? Yes, it is a full length. Yeah, it's two separate films. 
Okay. Is that more of a... It was... Oh, hang on. Because obviously you've got Terrifier, Terrifier 2, and then there was All Hallows' Eve, but was it that more like a crowdfunded thing? No, All, All Hallows' Eve came out first in 2013. Yeah. So why do people sort of separate the two? Like, they're like, ah, oh, Terrifier because, thing. Right, because Art the Clown was in, in All Hallows' Eve. Yes. However... He was just kind of like a side character in it. Oh, okay. So they made this. And thing. yeah, and and it wasn't David Howard Thornton. Right. Okay. So when they did Terrify, they said, "Right, we want David Howard Howard Thornton mm-hmm. in it, and we're going to do it as Art Clown as a full full length." Film. And, and he's the main guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen right. that, I believe. So. Okay. Because um, when I I first heard about it when Jamie McCauley watched it a while back, and he posted about it going like fucking hell, this is all, and like um, I looked it up because this was um, before I had my hypnotherapy, I think, or it was just around the time I was having it or something, and me being a fucking massive. Oh, hypnotherapy. is it? Is this your clownotherapy? Yeah, sorry, yeah, my hypnotherapy with getting over my chorophobia so um i like a fucking masochist um went and looked it up and looked up some of the images and it was immediately like nope now watching that in my life <laughs> um and so i just never watched it and then i've just heard like it's just it's not like if you didn't like terrify you definitely won't like all hallows eve because Terrifier is a is a better film kind of thing, and I I mean you know I wasn't that big of a fan of Terrifier. It was it was I liked elements of it, but it's not I didn't like it enough for yeah. me to want to go back and watch All Hallows Eve. So I've never watched that film. So but I, it always kind of confused me why it was its own separate thing. And I thought, or well, maybe it was like a crowdfund thing, or it wasn't a full full length feature. It was you know what I mean like something logistical like that that would mean that it was its own thing as opposed to part of the Terrifier franchise. Yeah, I yeah. see. Yeah, but no, I yeah, I, I get, I don't, I guess what would, yeah. what would the um dollar like uh, US dollars convert to in British pounds? Aussie dollars. Yeah. What did I say? It's in American dollars. <sighs> I think it is. Or maybe you didn't. I don't know. Maybe I'm. <laughs> no, I probably did. I meant Aussie dollars. What like what do they convert to around about now? About thirteen. I'm just doing it now. Okay. Uh, except Jesus Christ. Um, right. Basically, one pound, one British pound, equals uh one eighty Aussie dollars. Okay. So. Okay. So you, about like what? Eleven quid. Okay. Hang on. Let's go. I'll put it in. 20... Oh, well, that'd be the other way, wouldn't it? It would be like... 2698. Hang on. It's basically £14.55. Yeah! I got it. Um, yeah, I would say that's expensive. Well, yeah, but as I say, this is this is the best that I can come up with. Yeah. This, oh, no, 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 this... it's not criticism on your part. Like, it's, uh... No, 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 I'm just saying, literally, I don't know what the... All films are suddenly going up in price, but this is literally the best I've yeah. got. Everything else is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway, uh, 
moving on quickly. Um, uh, got the black phone at 19 uh, Aussie dollars and 98 cents. And, yeah, that's all right. sm- and smile at 19 Aussie dollars and 98 cents. Yeah, that's all right. It's just under probably full price. So like what, just under a 10 or something, like 999. Yeah, exactly. People. I'd say that's about right for given how old they are. I mean, both of them were last year. Yeah. So, and both did very well at the box office, I think. So, I mean, Smile definitely did. I'm pretty sure Blackphone did as well. So, yeah, it did. Yeah, I got reasonable. Not like, oh, what a bargain, but definitely reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, uh, USA, The Mist, again. I don't know why Mist has come up again. That's okay. $9.09. <laughs> $9. Nine okay, cool, cool. Not a super, uh, but you know. VHS 94 is $8.99. Okay, yeah. Arachnophobia, $5.99. Yeah, that tracks, but in a good way. And The Purge at $5.49. That's pretty good, I'd say. I really like The Purge. That's good. Um, Finally, UK, Gremlins, £8.49. Yeah, fair play, given how good Gremlins is. It's classic. Uh, Synchronic at £8. That's pretty good. Crawl, again, at £7. Yeah, yeah. They're not the cheap. Yeah, yeah, reasonable. All of these are reasonable, I would say. Yeah, it's nothing like, oh my God, that's an absolute bloody bargain. It's reasonable, Bin, this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Reasonable, Bin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, don't worry, darling, at six pound ninety nine. That is a bargain. Mm. That I is a bargain. That, I thought that tickled your fancy. It does very much tickle my fancy. It tickles my Florence Pew. Nice. But finally, now this this is quite decent, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh Amazon are doing in the UK certainly an arrow video sale. <gasps> Is it? So, for example, you can get films such as Pieces, Beyond Reanimator, Rawhead Rex, Phenomena, uh, all for £8.99. Fuck, for Arrow, that is so Arrow, oh, there's, there's a load. I'm really skinned oh. at the moment. Oh, I just dissed myself. Uh, I've, I, I, I have... I, I buy a bunch of Arrow when I can, but they're not cheap. And there's a reason why they're not cheap, because they're fucking awesome and like but i got um climax for this episode because i mean i spoiler alert but i really like that film um and because arrow always comes and they fucking bring their main game with the special features and you know i'm a nerd for that shit so like i was quite happy to spend the fucking measly 12 pounds um i mean 12 quid for an arrow thing of like a 2018 release no less you know like that's fucking great. So the fact that they're doing like these absolute stone cold classics for like eight quid, you fucking serious? Oh, and I've got a Prime account, which means to get free delivery. Boom, fucking getting on that later. Fuck yeah. Eight, yeah, eight ninety nine. Oh, oh. So I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just qu- flicking through stuff now. Um, uh, the problem is with uh, the Amazon app, finding stuff is not. That great. 
Uh, I mean, I've just put in Arrow Video Blu-ray Sale. Yeah. And it's just, and it's just like, ooh, Arrow, season one, no. <laughs> yeah, fucking Arrow, I tell you what, it does make it a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but what else? There's like House, eight ninety nine. Uh I don't know what the Holy Mountain is. What the hell's that? <laughs> anyway, have, have a look. Uh, I'm sure there's stuff you can find. But mm-hmm. yeah. Blu-ray sale, um, all from Arrow Video. Nice. Uh, um, 8 99 Yeah, that's pretty sick. It's really, really good. Yeah. So ha- have a mooch. <clears throat> I am. Oh, right now. <laughs> oh, they got the... Is that the fucking... I mean, I already have it, so I don't really know why I'm getting so excited, but I just want to... Is that the one with the... I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, Wreck? Oh, I think it might be the new one. The, you know, they did that, like, that Wreck fucking special edition shit. Oh, really? That's $8.99. Oh. It's got a ton of special features and shit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i get lost in that if I don't put my phone down. Yeah, I know, exactly. exactly. That. <laughs> that is the, tomorrow's job. Um, cool. Anything else? No, that's it. That's it. Oh, all well, we've got. And on a high note. Yeah. Um, cool. Right. Well, this brings to our main event, our movie review section. Um, and this week I had pre-2000s, uh, or this month, or this fucking half of the year. <laughs> uh, yeah, pre-2000s. Um, and my choice, as if you heard on last episode, was very much an in-the-moment thing because I had never seen it. Um, and... I thought I'd remedy that, and that is Fatal Attraction from 1987. So, no further ado, here is the trailer, and we'll do the IMDb's and stuff after that. In a bit. In a bit. A look that led to an evening. You're attracted to each other at the party, that was obvious. You're on your own for the night, that's also obvious. A mistake he'd regret all his life. And where's your wife? You're here with a strange girl being a naughty boy. I don't think having dinner with anybody's a crime. I've got to see you. This has got to stop. No, it's not going to stop. It's going to go on and on. She keeps calling me a partner. Hello? Every time Beth answers the phone, she hangs up. I'm scared, Jimmy. You play fair with me? Do you have an affair with her? I'll play fair with you. I don't want to lose my family. What could you do? Are you scared of me, are you? You're afraid. If you ever come near my family again, I'll kill you. You understand? Daddy! I'm not going to be ignored. Alicia, where's Ellen? She's gone. Call the police. Whatever resentment she's feeling, she's probably got it out of her system. Ah! What if she didn't get it out of her system? What then? Ah! Fatal attraction. I guess you thought you'd get away with it. Well... You can't. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking hell. I'm never going to be asked to say that, am I? Ever. Ever. That's it now. Right. Um, Fatal Attraction, 1987. Um, we've just heard the trailer. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I cool. love that bit. What bit? That bit? Yeah, that bit. 
What? The trailer. Loved it. The trailer? Yeah? Good, I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, it was a really good trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad you enjoyed it. Um, right. <clears throat> a married man's one night stand comes back to haunt him when that lover begins to stalk him and his family. If you guys haven't heard of Fatal Attraction, I'll forgive you if you haven't seen it, because up until recently, neither had I. But if you haven't heard of it or known what it's about, that is bizarre. Oh, um, we're not doing Basic Instinct then? No. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, so I posted that I was watching this, and then Matt was just like, oh, really glad you did that, because <laughs> I've had the wrong film. <laughs> not Basic Instinct then? No, mate. No, it isn't. So like, I wouldn't have been able to talk about it because I haven't seen that one either. So <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even I'd be like, oh yeah, we're doing that one now. Oh no. <laughs> um, phew. Um so yeah, anyways. Um it's star oh wait, hang on. Look, we got director Adrian Line. Um and it stars Michael Douglas, Glenn Close, Anne Archer, Ellen Latson, Stuart Pankin, Ellen Foley. Fred Gwitter, oh, these are all sort of bit characters now, so I'm not going to worry about it. Um, <clears throat> right, Meg Mundy. Huh? Meg Mundy. Meg Mundy had the biggest part in the whole film. No, what? No, she, what? Who? I, I, know, I know she didn't. I just like saying Meg Mundy. Oh, we've got Lois Smith, whose face I recognise. I'm going to look See? up. See? Look, they're all... Oh, all on it. Um, they're all really important. Oh, she's a main yeah. bird. She's in something else, though. Hold on, I'm going to do. I have to do a thing where I have to check because otherwise it's going to annoy me. Let's have a look at. Let's have a look at Jane Krakowski. Is Jane Krakowski? Oh, she is the babysitter. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why haven't you grown up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway. Oh, she's oh she's in fucking True Blood. That's where I know her from. Fuck yeah plays um Suki's grandmother anyway <clears throat> right trivia um Kirstie Alley rest in peace provided a tape recording of a woman who was stalking her husband begging to be a part of his life um he didn't have an affair or anything it was just <laughs> some random school apparently um but these words were directly included in the script um Kirstie Alley was being considered for the role as well but um I don't know whether the tapes were provided before or after she was turned down I like to think after because it shows good sportsmanship, but I reckon it probably was before. Yeah. Uh, in especially from apparently Kirstie Alley was a little bit, I don't know, maybe seems against her nature to just divulge that information after she hadn't been given the part. Anyway, um, in the scene where Beth and Dan are arguing, Ellen, that's the little kid, um, wasn't responding in the way that they needed. Um, so to remedy this, oh my God, check this out, right? fucking michael douglas basically bullies her from behind the camera so she's got that you know she's got that that toy unicorn yeah yeah take that offer yeah yeah look at that stupid unicorn i'm gonna throw it in the garbage and he basically bullying her until she cried brilliant that's method method acting at its best six years old or some shit (laughs) in the the scene like she's like clinging onto it for fucking dear life and then after like they yell cut or whatever like michael douglas was like immediately apologetic and like you know said he was only joking gave her a big hug that's all right mate fucking damage is done though isn't it she's been fucking traumatized now 
Um, also, as well, like, didn't his shouldn't her parents be on set? Like, were they? Uh, on set? Yeah, oh. maybe not in those days. They didn't do that. Fucking horrible. Anyway, he said he felt really guilty afterwards, but also he said you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, that's method acting. No, not with a fucking six-year-old. No, no, no. Also, can we have a minute, not to get into this majorly, I thought Ellen was a boy. Uh, we did too. Yeah, turns out not. That Whoever uh, did the haircut. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm, I have questions. Um, so Glenn Close was not favoured at all to get the role. Um, both the casting director and director, um, the previously mentioned Adrian Lyme, um, said that she was completely wrong for the part and specifically requested to her agent that she not audition. Like, what a fucking snub. Like, at least let the girl audition. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Jeez. What, you, what have you got to lose? Like, literally. Oh, anyway, um, so <clears throat> apparently... Um, so, yeah, she said in an interview, sorry, um, that I just wanted a character that would demand more of me. I never played a character who was supposed to be sexy. I knew I could do it. They were so sure, though, that I was wrong. They didn't even want me to read because they were embarrassed. So, like, I don't, I'm not really familiar with um, Glenn Close's uh, sort of back catalogue of work. Um, but before this, it seemed that she sort of played a lot of, like, motherly, matriarchal, very sweet roles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for me, it's funny because I just associate her with like villains, you know. Really? But apparently, after this, like you know, like 101 Dalmatians and stuff, you know. Yeah, of course, yes, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently, after this role, it opened up so many more doors to those types of roles, and then it, it kind of had the backwards effect where she was sort of typecast in those sort of roles, you know. So, <laughs> bless her, she can't win. Um, <laughs> so ironically, it's because of this film that Glenn Close found out that she was in fact pregnant. She actually got a concussion from her head slamming into the mirror and was rushed, you know, at the end, and she was rushed to the hospital where she found out that she was <gasps> gone. Um, she still can't watch the final scene because of how guilty she feels at having potentially put her baby at risk through all the stunt work because she did a lot of it herself. Um, ah, okay. Yeah. Can you imagine? Jesus. Uh, yeah, life imitating art. Um, when Glenn Close finally secured the part of Alex Forrest, one of the first things she did was to take the scripts to two different psychiatrists. Um, she asked them um, whether, like, you know, is this very realistic? Like, you know, what could have caused this? Um, you know, and basically they, both of them, um, came to the same conclusion that she, her character anyway, sorry, not Glenn Close, um, but that um, Alex had probably been molested um, and sexually tortured for an extended period of time when she was a child. Um, this is really great because I've been watching so much Criminal Minds lately and this just falls right into that. Right into that, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and <clears throat> so basically that would have manifested in later life so that if she had any emotional pain as a result of like, or anything that she would associate with sex, it would provoke a violent response because of that, you know, um, fight or flight response. So if she sort of, you know, 
um, is more geared towards a fight response, then that's how she would react. And it's also um, stated that she suffered from something called erotomania, um, which, funnily enough, is actually in an episode of Criminal Minds as well. Um, and it's basically when someone has a complete fixation of somebody who's quote unquote out of their league. So, you know, someone who's usually a lot richer than them, you know, is a higher class than them, if you want to, you know, look into it like that, or a celebrity or someone with extreme power um, and wealth. Um, and um, they start to um, uh, fantasize and, um, you know, wrongfully think that they are, you know, involved somehow and um, that, you know, they have all these little things that they look into and they massively overanalyze and think that they have their own secret language and that these people are, you know, speaking to them secretly and things. And it means... Oh, okay, um I would personally say that it probably seems more likely that the first thing as opposed to this because she hasn't just pulled this out from nothing you know and I would say that if anything they were colleagues as opposed to him being massively out of her reach um yeah there's, yeah, yeah. there's stuff online saying that yeah you know she was supposed to have this you know erotomania but I personally I don't think it tracks but yeah, whatever. Um, <clears throat> during the filming of the final scene, Glenn Close took her dog for a walk off set um, during one of the breaks. She was in full hair and makeup, so she was looking like absolute shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she was like, you know, looking beaten up and, you know, disheveled or whatever. And a group of girls come over to see whether she was okay. Um, oh, really? <laughs> no, not really. That's what she thought, but it turns out they were more interested in her dog. Oh, <laughs> She thought they were coming over to see how she was, but no, they just wanted to stroke her hat. There's an alternative ending. Um, so Alex actually in this one kills herself and then Dan gets arrested for her murder, which is actually quite funny because there's a bit where he obviously is touching the knife and I'm like, and then he leaves it and I'm like, idiot. That's right. Wipe those prints. I you- heard there was like an alternative you know, version. I didn't know this when I watched it, and I'm like, fucking idiot, wipe those prints. You've not only, like, been put at the scene of the crime, she's known for hurting herself for, like, an out, or, like a desired outcome, and also, you have motivation like I've never fucking seen. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's like, you know, number one motive for murder and, like, you know, a, for passion as opposed to premeditated murder, like a crime of passion is something like this it's like the number one thing is yeah anyway um so this was um changed though because test screen audience um audiences rather felt that she uh, didn't receive enough justice for her actions um the original ending was shot and um though and it is included in japan's edit oh is it yeah okay. uh, the japanese aren't pussies so well what, what, what they they kept they kept that edit yeah it's in the, yeah, if you would right. get the release, it would have that edit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. I'd be interested to see it. Yeah, I would, actually. I feel like, actually, that is a justified ending, but whatever. Yeah. We'll get into that. Right. Um, of course, yeah, this was my choice, as we know. It's because it came up randomly in the episode last time, and I was like, well, I haven't seen it, and I've been meaning to, and so here we are. <laughs> Literally that. How random is that? Yeah. you. Have- we like that. You had seen it, though. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, you there? Hang on. Sorry, sorry. 
my Bluetooth disconnects and connects occasionally sometimes. No, you're all right. I can hear you, though. That's all right. Sorry, what was your question? Um, so you had seen it, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen this a couple of times. Um, you know, God, it's 30 years old. I could not believe. This when is this... Old, this film. It's what? This is older than me. I. That's incredible. I was, yeah, I was born in 88. This is a year older than me. Bloody hell. Yeah. See, yeah, see, I, I remember when this came out. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> I was, Christ, I was 13 when this came out. Um, I didn't watch it until probably five years after it had come out. Oh, right, okay. You know, I, I wouldn't, I didn't watch this type of thing when I was a teenage kid. <laughs> yeah yeah true true uh so yes um i mean this this basically came out uh well this is like one of the first kind of uh what we would describe back in the day as kind of like the psycho dramas right uh, you know uh, yeah basically these thrillers stroke dramas which had that kind of horror element. Well, uh, the, the original script was written as a horror movie, but the studio got involved and, you know, made it more of a thriller. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm kind of pleased they did, really. Um, I think it could have been quite trashy otherwise. Yeah, yeah I don't think it would, it would have come across it as well. Back then, um, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean... I, at the time, it was literally the beginning of all these kind of these sort of films like Basic Instinct. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it was basically, yeah, when Michael Douglas was in his prime and he was <laughs> in his prime, uh, he was in loads of these different sort of films. Right. Th this I, is this is his bread and butter. Sorry? I don't, I just want to say that I do not I've tried, but I do not understand his attraction. He looks like a fucking bloodhound. His face is so droopy. And I don't mean this, I don't want to be horrible because he's a person. <clears throat> but I do not understand how women find him attractive. Go nuts over this guy. Like, or at least back in the day, used to. Like, okay. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I don't, I just do not get it. Like, I think, I think he's, I think. He's, I think on. Do you know what I mean? Even if you're, right, what was fashionable back then? What was, do you know what I mean? I still just cannot, there are plenty of people from back then. I'm like, fuck yeah. Oh, give me some of that. You know? I yeah. don't, he's got like bloodhound cheeks. His like cheeks sag below his chin. And he's got yeah. eyes. And he's got this really like goofy smile. I don't understand it. I, I know what you mean. <laughs> he's got a weird kind of, Smile. He's just, I don't, it's a very cute smile. It's cute. It's a very, it's a very disarming smile, I suppose. Like, you know, you can understand how you can maybe be charmed by a smile like that, but I don't, but to the level that Michael Douglas had back then, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, maybe it's a star. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it just, maybe he's very charismatic. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, uh, what's his wife called? Because she's a good looking lass. Yeah, I know. I don't get it. Didn't get it then. Don't get it now. 
I don't know. Stones. I don't. Yeah, she's way better. He's punching. Yeah, maybe. Don't get it. But then I don't know. Maybe she she thinks the same. Who knows? Um, you know, like you know, fair play. If she thinks he's fit. That's cool. We're not going to yuck anybody's yum. Am I right? No, exactly. Absolutely. However, you don't find it attractive. <laughs> a bit yuck, though, isn't it? <laughs> But I just don't get it. And I just feel like for a film, and this isn't to take away from the film, all right, as I've already sort of said. Oh, wait, no, that was about climax. I really like this film too. But I just, I feel like for this film, for a guy to feel so fucking easily, by the way, that he has options, I just feel like he needs to be a bit better looking. I need to understand why someone's obsessed. And I know that she's, I know that she's not right in the head. I know that she's, you know, she is unhinged. Yeah. And, you, you know, you can't apply logic. You can't, you can't. But it would just make make more sense to me. If he was better looking. If he was better looking. <laughs> because you, you don't really see inside, you don't really, you know, you can't, because it's a film, you can't see inside her thought process of, hey, he's exactly my type. Like, I have to be able to relate and understand why she's going so nuts for this guy in in, in some level. You know what I mean? I, I do, uh, but... Mind you, I don't think... It, it, you know... His wife's the best-looking one. Best fucking well, watch. Well, we, we did... We, both Marianne and I both agreed that she was far better-looking... Um, and we were both like, why would you what? go down that path? Why would you get a burger when you got steak at home? Uh, well, it's it's that same thing as, I mean, I, I'm not, not not a cheater, but it's that same thing as, um, oh God, what is the British actor who was caught with that black prostitute? Um, oh, that's uh, well. uh, used to go out with uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, uh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. I mean, Jesus. Did he? Oh, no, I knew he on it, but I didn't realise it was with a prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Divine Brown, I think it was her name. Your kid. Or was her that's career not- name. I was going to say, that's not a name, surely. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, look, Elizabeth Hurley, absolutely bloody stunning. <sighs> yeah. Um, and Divine I- Brown, bless her, she was just some, you know, lady who, you know... <laughs> it's not a patch on looks, in my opinion, mm, mm. and to majority of people's opinion. It is opinion, I it guess. Is opinion. By the way, this is not what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Listen, no. Like, I'm not going to put down how fit everyone is. Oh, they're a ten. Oh, that. You know I mean? Well, I'm not normally like this, but like when it comes to, you know, it's they've not had loads of time to build up a rapport. They've not had like loads of business meetings together where they've. <laughs> so funny you know they've not do you know what I mean they literally met and there's this attraction and for me like I just like if I get behind this I need to know why (laughs) (laughs) in saying that to be fair actually for me they're both on the same level because I don't think and I think Glenn Close is an attractive woman I think she has a very striking look about her yeah it's quite unique isn't it yeah I mean her smile is just it's brilliant and she has these amazing crystal eyes you know but in this film she looks half dead 
<laughs> I know, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Like, I think they, they, they over, they overdosed it on the smoky eye look, and it yeah. just kind of made a little that big. skeleton. Ex- yes, yes, exactly. And they gave her no. They gave her these really pale lips. She just looked like half. She just looked half dead. She looked ill. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. Hair. And I get the crazy hair. First off, eighties was a thing. Perms. Yes, I it was. Yeah. Yeah, but also the but when you pair that with this makeup, she literally looks like she's been electrocuted. <laughs> so maybe it's just like, do you know what? I don't find either of you fit. So fair play if you want to crack on, crack on. <laughs> you know, Beth, however, is fucking. You know, she's great, and she and with that eighties hair, she still looks banging. And you know what? Like, hun, you can do better. Is all I'm saying. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, actually, that was actually one of one of uh, our comments was basically that whole point of why why would you go down that path when you've got yeah like you say steak at home yeah why, and it, why have a burger oh, I suppose because it's a bit more greasier <laughs> the thing is <laughs> me I. Oh, hang on, I completely forgot, forgot my point now. Oh, um, it's just, I, so as I said, I've never seen this film before recently. Yeah. And I was under the impression that this guy, I don't know why, clearly no one said that it's like this because it's not how it happens. But I thought, I guess I just assumed that he must be coerced, he must have been you know, seduced duped. and du- or duped, or maybe he was drunk and it was just, oh, it's just a one-time thing. Oh, shit, what the fuck have I done? No. Okay. No time. He, no persuasion. He is in for it when, as soon as he set the eyes on her, he, you know, it, it's not a one-time thing. He spends the entire fucking weekend with her while his wife's away. He takes her out for dinner. It's not just, oh, hey, should we go for a quick drink? No, it's a swing candlelit fucking dinner. It's, you know, they go clubbing, they go dancing, they share food, they talk about Madame Butterfly, which, by the way, because yeah. Madame Butterfly is one of my favourite operas, so fuck off, don't touch that shit. I, um, I, I do feel it kind of went too quick. It, it just actually it was in my notes. It just kind of went a bit. I just felt it was a bit bullshitty. Do you know? know Does that make sense? Yeah, I just felt like he's an absolute kind of. I get being wrapped up in a moment, and I get wanting to spend time with someone, but I don't get it when you are apparently happily married, and I don't get it when you've just met someone. You know, and then I, yeah, it, I, for me it went all a bit too quick. Yeah, it was all too easy. I w- it would have made more sense to me if they had taken more time with it, and they had seen each other here and there because they 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 work together. You know, she's um. Yeah, it was the only time, though, wasn't it? Because he's a lawyer, and it's one of his clients and something, and she represents or something, something like that. And, um, you know, and they'd had a few meetings, and there was maybe a few more after drinks, and there was, you know, and they had kept running into each other, and maybe they went out for some drinks, and then it was like, oh, there's a bit of sexual tension here. No, no, I'm married. And then later they meet, and then boom, and then they spend this time together and it would also for me make more sense why she would latch in the way that she does i mean 
Again, it's not that it's unbelievable, because I don't think it is unbelievable when you take into the psychology that these, you know, genuine real-to-life psychologists that I mentioned in the trivia have put down to it. You know, you could just have this, like, very short time together and her make this sort of mountain out of a molehill, so to speak. But for him, though, for him to get into that position with her, I feel, given that there's nothing to indicate that he's unhappy with his marriage, you know, and then when, when he gets... Yeah back he's all over her you know he's all like oh you know I love you I missed you and kissing her and and so being he's like and you know he's just so he lies with such ease it just it doesn't I just felt like there should have been a bit more build up point yeah yeah I know I I totally agree it's what I thought was a bit yeah as I said in my notes you know and they're kind of like holding hands running through the rain as they're running away from the um, uh, to get the taxi, weren't they? Yeah. I, after the meeting, I thought, oh, holding hands. Yeah. And so what? what? Then it, yeah, it, it, it's like the next day, and they've had that meeting and stuff, and that it's raining, and it's they like, oh. go for drinks. I think they were they were both going to go get a taxi, weren't they? And they're like, oh, let's go for drinks, and then they're holding hands running away. It's just like, I'm sorry, oh. five. Yeah. It, yeah, they should explain that better. Sure. It didn't track as like actual adult behavior with someone who is committed in in a relationship or a marriage, you know, like it, yeah. Um, but it, I mean, that you know, obviously we spent a lot of time dissecting that. But like it for me, that is a small point because the the rest of the film, if you just accept that, like okay, you know, I guess this is where we are. The rest of the film does make a lot of sense, and I suppose the fact that it wasn't a long time does sort of justify his response to her a bit more in a way. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, I feel to be fair, and I said this to you off air, I feel like he's a cunt to her. I am not entirely not on Glenn Close's side, on Alex's side. I actually, uh, uh, to a point, once she starts harassing his family, obviously that's that line crossed. Yeah. But, the stuff that she says to him, like, hmm, you're not wrong, you know. Oh, no, he's he's a complete asshole. He's basically, you know, t- don't allow her to phone through, you know, to the office. I don't want anything to do with you. We had a good time, blah blah blah. But you know, basically, leave me alone. And she's just like, well, look, I thought we actually had had a bit of a connection, and and that's that's actually kind of that's normal. She was yeah. actually very normal from from the off. She's like, well, actually, I've, you know, I thought we had a good time. I thought maybe you wanted to, you know, take this a little bit further. And it's just like, nah, nah, I've, you know, basically banged you and yeah. I'm out of here. Thank you very much. I'm going yeah. back to the wife and kids and whatever. Yeah. And thanks very much, but cheers. Yeah. And he really just, he completely disregards her. Like there's this bit where um, I'm trying to find it in my notes um, where she says, um, she says something like, "Oh, um, like you throw me, throw me away like a piece of trash, kind of like a piece of garbage." And um, you know, I'll just, you know, you just treat me like, you know, you just treat me like some slut. Um, where did she say it? Oh, I don't know. Um, oh yeah, she goes because I won't. That's all right. So um, he's so she, he's found out that she's pregnant. Um, because of him and you know their weekend and you know he 
basically ends up getting violent with her. He slams her up against a wall. And, you know, and then she turns around and she's like, because I won't allow you to treat me like some slut you can bang, like you can just bang a couple of times and throw out in the garbage. Like, yeah, like, dude, okay. Yes, she knew that you were married, but so did fucking you. And you laid no ground, you laid no boundaries. You treated her even, yes, albeit it was for a weekend, but you treated her like a girlfriend. You shared, uh, you you know, that you cooked yeah. together. You stayed yeah, yeah. over. You went, you took your dog, you played with her with your dog, for fuck's sake. You fucked her in your kitchen. You know? Like, you don't, that's not just a wham, bam, thank you, man. Cool, that was great. I need to get back to my family now. As much of a prick move as that would be also. Like, he played with her feelings. He he let on that there was more Yeah. He did very personal things with her, very intimate things with her that you don't just do on a one night stand. You just don't. Yeah. No, I I, I totally agree. I think he's he's an asshole. Yeah, and I I I literally like I was like I don't I don't know how he's going to incur my favor at any point. And guess what? Spoiler, he didn't. I couldn't give if she killed him. I wouldn't have cared. I would not have cared. I only cared when she started involving the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, well, that's when she, she crossed the line big time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But again, someone with her mental psyche, someone who's pregnant, early days of pregnancy, fucking are you kidding? And like, I mean, very, very early days, but still. Um, and what, 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 was, she, was she actually pregnant though? Or yeah, yeah, she just made that, made that up? No, no, because he called up her doctor because he told his friend, remember? And he was like, no, I checked it out and she is. Because I thought at first it was a lie and it was just a bit of a ruse. But no, like, he checked it out himself. And, like, do you remember he said that the doctor told him congratulations? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she was pregnant. And knowing that, he still slammed her up against a wall. He still took no responsibility. He's like, oh, you're not on contraception? Oh, dude, were you pulling out the contract? Yeah, that's that's your own, yeah. I mean, it could have been somebody else's. But this is what he said. He's like, I'm not, I don't just fuck around. Yeah, and like yeah and it's just but even so like the way he treats this woman and he only ever I don't know if you ever noticed but he only ever treats her nicely when he wants something from her when he wants her to get an abortion when he wants her to and then as soon as she puts a foot in the sand and says like "Uh, actually no I'm I'm going to keep it yeah yeah yeah, he turns around like you're crazy you're this you're that and it's like oh I'm sorry you had your arm around me two fucking seconds ago Mm. No, it's it's interesting. I mean, when this film was made in the in you know eighty seven, yeah, it was, it was kind of they. I mean, it, you look at things differently nowadays the way they did then. Hundred percent, yeah. Because and I'm looking at this with a very modern eye, and you know, especially from a female perspective, and you know, but they've actually—I um, don't know if you know—that they've, they've made a series of this, a reboot. Yes, they have. I, I've, 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 I saw that today. Yeah, I am interested to watch that because I feel like they will take a very because this is obviously a film that's catered to make the audience want to sympathise with Dan and his family, and not her. And all I did was found myself sympathising with her to a point. Obviously, there's a point, as we said, she crosses the line. But for, I don't know, probably over an hour, I think it's only the last maybe 20, 30 minutes of this film where I'm like, oh, okay, come on, crazy. You've gone too far, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, but for the, I'm like, 
Yeah, um, I don't see why she's the bad guy here, actually. If anything, he is. And oh, yeah. oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're both as bad as each other. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, they're both toxic in different ways, but I feel like, yeah. she, I mean, at least she is actually crazy. You know? <laughs> yes, yes. This is a shit bag. He's just a shit, you know? And I'm hoping that Beth, in a couple of years, realises what a shit bag he is and actually sacks him off. And, and sacks him off. And do, you know what? do you know what? Susan, for all he's worth, gets a fucking great divorce lawyer and lives in the country all pretty with Alan slash Ellen. Alan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought that she was called because I thought it was a boy. <laughs> I've actually got Ellen looks like a boy. Right? <laughs> Where's my note on it? Hold on. Where's my note? It's like... Um, I put a whole fucking thing on it. Hang on, where is it? Uh, oh, fuck, I can't find it now. Where is it? I just fucking... Wait, there you go, there you go. Wait, that's their daughter? I thought it was a boy called Alan, not Ellen. Poor little thing with that hair. <laughs> Honestly, between that and Glenn Close's perm, the 80s was basically cowboy country where no one was safe. <laughs> <laughs> is what I wrote. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And moving on from the, the, the socio-politics and the, you know, the right and wrongs of it, the actual film itself of the film, film, film. Yeah. What worked for you, like, as a, as a film? Like, what worked for you? Um, I, th- I think it was paced really well. Hmm. You know, it, I, I think it, it flowed very well. I think it, as a, as a story in itself, I thought it was very good. Yeah. Um... You know, I I felt it was very well acted. Mm. Um, oh, the yeah. bit where she tells him that she's pregnant and that she's going to keep it. She says, he goes, oh, I'll, I'll pay for your abortion. It's like, what makes you think <laughs> of abortion? You practically see the colour drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the look in her eyes. Yeah, and she's just like, yeah, bitch, I got you now by the short and curlies. And he's like, literally, and you, and you know that he knows that he's fucked. He's in trouble. He is in real trouble. Like, he thought he was in trouble before. He is in fucking real trouble now. And his expression, like... Oh, shit. Oh, it was so good. Like, it was just... His whole face just fell. Like, you just saw that drop. It was... it. Yeah, it was amazing bit of acting. Mm. Yeah. Right yeah, it, it was good acting. I, I, yeah, and just... I, I think just the way it was all kind of put together, I, I think it was... It was thought through very well. Mm. Apart from the uh, speedy get to it. <laughs> apart from the... The speedy get into it. <laughs> the speedy get into it. Yeah, the, the we were saying before how it, it, it didn't spend enough time getting to the point where... They oh, were... oh, I see, oh, I see. Sorry, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 you know, you're right. There could have been... Uh, yeah, that could have been padded out definitely a bit yeah. better. Um, didn't need yeah, much. But, I could have done even over a montage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Could, yeah, a couple of minutes just give yeah. that extra, extra depth, massive, like extension time on the on because it's a two hour movie as it is. I think it, you know. Was, you it, think, was it really two hours? Was oh maybe I can set up. Yeah, it's two hours. Um, yeah, that you know what? I found that it flew by. Oh, it does. Yeah. It, it it doesn't feel like a two hour film at all, yeah. which is a side of a good good film and and as I said earlier, good pacing. 
Definitely. It didn't. It didn't drag at all. Mm. I think it's yeah that you get invested in the story. Definitely. So it's what I mean. Like they could have, you know, it wouldn't have hurt to add a couple of minutes to just add a little bit of of build up. But yeah, no, the, I agree. The pacing on it is fantastic. It's yeah. There's not a dull moment. There's not a moment where it's not important to. There's no. There's no. There's no wastage. You know, on this film. No. It's funny. I'm just looking at. I'm just looking at a picture of Glenn Close, uh, Michael Douglas, and Anne Archer all together in a row. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, God, Glenn oh, Close. Is, is, that, so, is that on IMDb? Yeah, it looks so spooky. She looks so spooky. She does look um, spooky. She does. I think. I don't know what they're. I mean, I suppose if you're only used to seeing Glenn Close play one type of character or like that kind of like arc of character, but I mean, come on. Are you on about the one where he's in the middle wearing a black shirt on Iron? Yes, yeah, and he's got yeah, his, yeah. his droop, droopy mouth. It's a droopy face. He's not ugly. I'm not saying Michael Douglas. No, no, he's not ugly, but he has got a weird mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the um, do you know who the Beth reminded me of the actress a little bit? She reminded me a bit of Lin, um, Lena Headey. Wait, Lena Headey? Lena Headey? Yes, yes. You know, from Game of Thrones and The Purge and that. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, like her smile. Um, yeah, she's much like. Okay, I don't want to be like comparing. And I think, like as I said, I think Glenn Close is a really striking woman. I think there's really something about her. But yeah, whoever did her makeup, fucking sit down. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> but, but that was, I, I think, probably the director did that. Said that on purpose. I mean, make, make her look. Make her look. Um, Evil. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I suppose if he didn't really, I mean, he must have by that point believed in her ability to do this role because he wouldn't have hired her otherwise. But I suppose if you've got that reservation, you might be concerned, initially at least anyway, you might be concerned that your audience does too. And so I suppose if you're going to encourage your makeup artists, like just evil her up a bit, <laughs> that's okay. what they would do. And I do get that. But you also have to understand why Michael Douglas would fucking bang her over Anne Archer because I wouldn't. No. Nah. No. Nah. Don't worry, Beth. We've got your back. Beth for the yeah, win. It's a pass from me, I'm afraid. Yeah, pass for pass for Alex, smash for Beth. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> you hashtag for the for the podcast. Yeah, what right what about you? I mean, yeah, I agree with everything that you said. I think the pacing is really good on it. Um, the acting is really good. And I don't think this film works unless everyone is on their game. It just doesn't. Um, you know, you have to... Because despite me really fucking disliking Dan as a character, uh, yeah. I was still really intrigued to see where this film goes. I was still intrigued. I mean, I knew some beats and stuff because it's just such an iconic film. I mean, fuck. When I was watching that bit and she's got... Um, She's turning the light on and off. Oh, yes. I was like, fuck. Uh, do you know what? Actually, I actually messaged um, uh, some people like about like, fuck, Fatal Attraction. Where is that parody from? Because I thought initially I thought it was The Simpsons because let's be honest, The Simpsons parody. Everything. <laughs> yeah, find everything. They do parody this film, but not this bit. And, I rem and then one of them came back and was like, oh, it's Family Guy. Um. <laughs> And it's when, you remember when Meg gets obsessed with Brian after he takes her to prom? And I think it's season six. 
I think it's like the Cool Whip episode. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. No, I haven't, oh, I haven't watched Family okay. Guy. So good, you'd love it. Anyway, so yeah, Meg, she gets obsessed with Brian the dog. Uh, oh, funnily enough, Brian De Palma was originally going to be directing this film, but he didn't want Michael Douglas, and the studio was really tied in with Michael Douglas, so um, they Sex got it off. Huh? Oh. Yeah, I reckon they would have done a great job on this. Not that this this is a great film. Obviously, it's a great film, but like, I wouldn't have minded seeing a De Palma director's cut. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, and she's just like, and Meg's just like turning the light on and off in a parody of it and I was just like fucking hell like you know there's so many moments in this film which are just as I said are just iconic and they're 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 taken in so many other different ways I say the Simpsons have parried it the family guys parried it you know and um it's just such a part of our kind of culture regardless of whether you realize it or not the term bunny boiler comes from the film yeah I mean that that scene is I mean I I remember at the time People going on about that that scene. I mean, I hadn't seen the film, but people were like, oh my god, there's a scene in this film where this crazy woman boils the rabbit, and everyone's like, fucking what? And yeah, bunny boiler. The whole it, term comes yeah, from that. The whole term got coined. But I mean, I, I maybe there is, but I really can't think of another film that has actually created its own phrase that people just haven't as part of their vernacular. You know, like I don't. I can't think of anything else. I mean, maybe there are. There could well yeah, be. I'm sure there are. Could be. You'd have to look into it, yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, that's, to be able to do that, that's that says a lot. And that, you know, the way that it's built up and, you know, I, I, I'm really annoyed that I knew what it was because you can't not, um, you know. Yeah. That, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I mean, at the, t- at the time, you're like, what are but you, shit? I didn't know because... I wanted that full impact of that scene that they would have had back in 87, 88, you know? Like, what is in the pot? What's in the pot? You know, it's like, what's in the box? You know? Yeah, oh, it's exactly <laughs> the same the thing, yeah. yeah. And, like, and the way that it's cutting back and forth and all the rest of it, and you've got, you know, you've got Beth, like, approaching the, the pot and things, and you've got the kid going, where's my rabbit? And then you've had this sudden, yeah. oh, my God, no. And then you see it, and there's that bit of blood, and... Very well done. Really well done. And I really wish that I'd had that luxury to be able to, to have seen that without knowing anything about what I was going to see. Um, it, you know, it's really frustrating having, you know, you have these films that you just, oh, I just never get around to it and whatever. And it's really quite a detriment because you end up missing out on these moments where it's just pure shock value. And it's just, it's so good. Um, but it was, I could still as appreciate the the build up and how it was done and the way that it was shot is just it was fantastic and it's something you know it's totally out of left field like you just don't see it coming you don't think that anyone would would do something like that and that's the push that far yeah yeah and it's the first indication that she's going after the family and not only the family not even the wife the kid and that was that's off that's that's out of bounds you don't go after the kid don't care how fucking deranged you are kids are you don't touch them, you know? But I suppose they used that to, to illustrate how mentally unstable she she was and yeah. how um, invested in Dan she'd gotten herself mentally, you know, in her head to have and to be so angry with him to, yeah. to go that far. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, and she's clearly got psychotic, um, you know, aspects, you know, to her brain pattern. She'll, like, you know, she doesn't have any kind of, you know, when she cuts her wrists and stuff, like, she doesn't have any kind of concern over the fact that, you know, she, I mean, not to be all the craft about it, but you do have to cut vertically for it to really take an effect. But, like, um, but, like, but, you know, she clearly doesn't have, um, any sort of concern about her responsibilities or, you know, her the consequences of her actions. She doesn't have any remorse. She doesn't, you know, the fact that she can sleep knowingly with a married man. I mean, one of the first things they talk about is the fact that he's married and he points out his wife and, you know, and she still wants to go for it. You know, most people, right-minded people who do have some sort of moral compass, compass in that respect, you know, they would be like, ah, oh, back, back off at that point you know um and it's not as if he even pursued her she pursued him like you could you can even understand because it does happen where you know oh you're married i'll back off but then the person who's married comes for you and you're like well i guess if you wanna you know it's not right but it's you know she doesn't even have that she just didn't care she just went for him she saw what she wanted she went for him and you know and then later on she cuts her wrists and she does with so you see these you know escalating um behaviors uh, you know that get more and more violent and more and more predatory and she doesn't have any kind of responsibility for her actions and it's kind of ironic when he doesn't have any responsibility for his actions sexually when she ends up being pregnant and he just wants to to, you know have an abortion and, and be done with it and then he's like, well, fuck, when it turns out that she doesn't want that, you know. And, um, you know, I just feel like it's a really kind of like interesting sort of almost a chess game between these two. Um, but she's so clearly off the rails. And I think like it's indicated before then. But I don't think that as an audience, we really see that until oh, she's gone after the kid. Well, fuck you then. And I think like, you know, you needed that because I mean, Yes, the 80s were a different time, but like, I still feel like there are maybe, especially maybe women who would be like, I don't know if he's been entirely cool about this. Like, you know, it's not, it just takes two to tango, you know, kind of thing. And I think that's the point, you know, that's the line that needed to be crossed for the audience to be like, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, she's fucked. She's fucked. (laughs) Yeah, they they needed, yeah, the director obviously thought, right, well, let's put that in Mm. just to ensure that the, you know, the audience are on board with her yeah yeah because if we're gonna like kill her at the end we need to justify that and going after a kid that's how you justify it yeah 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 good shot yeah but um but yeah no the pacing the acting the the you know the plot points and stuff i thought it was it was so good i also as well like it's a real simple little thing but i really you know we're talking about pacing there's this bit where he you know in private he talks to his presumably one of his best mates um we see them interact before and stuff and he tells them what's going on and then he tells him you know how he's going to proceed and and what's been happening in the meantime and it's a cool bit of like you know expo where you know it's not hand-fed to us but it kind of is but in a way that's very natural for the story you know he's confiding in his best friend and at the same time he's confiding in us um, and it didn't need like a load of scenes to tell us what was happening. It's just this one, you know, three minute scene, boom, done. We've we've moved on to the next bit where he's like, I don't, you know, I'm going to do this now. And this is what I'm going to, you know. Yeah, it's always, yeah, it's always like letting the audience know 
what's going on in his mind. Yeah. And, and, and his, yeah, his next plan, as it were. Yeah. And it's literally just, hey, this is it. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm thinking. But it's not done in a way that's so sloppy. He's telling his mate. And it's just, it was a really nice little thing there. And I just feel like those little moments where... Yeah, which is which is something you probably do, actually. If you, if you went, went down that route, you'd be like, ah, oh, fuck, I need to speak to somebody about it. You'd have to tell someone, wouldn't you? I would need some counsel. You'd go and talk to what? your best mate. What do I do? Like, I'm in this fucking predicament. Like, oh, I just wanted to get a quick, my, my end away quick, while my wife was away, kind of thing. And now look at this fucking shit pit. I'm in, what the fuck do I do? And, you know, it's a very, as I say, it's a very natural way of doing it, but it gets that information across without it having to be, like, you know, spread across several scenes, you know? And I also really like as well, like, he's going to the cop and he's like, oh, so she's a fucking nutcase. Like, has, has she done anything? Well, no, but... And then he says, like... It's and he's using a hypothetical. Oh, my client, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like how later on he's just dropped all pre He's like, yeah, this is my fuck up. I need help. But like the cop is not for one second believing it, and he's like, well, it's his bed. I'm afraid he's just gonna have to lie in it. It's like, yeah, dude, yes, yeah. <laughs> you fucked up. Like you're just gonna have to fucking deal with it. You have to. You're gonna have to tell your wife. That you fucked up and move yeah. on from there. Pray to fucking God that she forgives you. And like, I mean, yeah, I reckon that. I reckon you know, Fatal Attraction Part Two. We see her. She's like, ah oh, ha ha. I'll see you later. I got all your money and I got my country house. And you can see Bye-bye. it. <laughs> you know, like because um, I feel like when you go through such a trauma like that like you know you will cling to the one who's been there for you previously but I feel like once the dust has settled she's, she's out of there, there. <laughs> um, well yeah I mean after especially after you she's just shot somebody as well oh yeah oh. alright well let's get, get down to that final scene no it's fucking it's so good um, it is good so so good and I really I really feel like we needed that sort of you know that face off between Alex and Beth you know I, I yeah. it's not just between Alex and Dan anymore you know Alex has gone after the family she's you know Beth has been hospitalized because she's been you know in the car crash yes of course because she took she fucking took their kid oh, the daughter yeah yeah I mean you know, she had a great time. They, t- she took us to the fair, and you know, to be honest, I was quite jealous. Ice cream. I didn't have ice cream, and I went on a roller coaster. Oh, some strange woman. You know what? If she's hot, yeah, that would be great. Actually, thank you. Um, <laughs> it could be, it could be arranged. Not if you look like death, mind. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I wouldn't say if anyone, if any hot girl wants to take me out for ice cream and go on roller coasters and shit, like yeah, I'll be up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> DM me. Um, <laughs> make sure you listen the whole way through. Um, <laughs> um, but no, like, you know, she's, you know, Beth has been not only hurt emotionally by this, but been physically directly affected by this and the fallout. And her daughter has been hurt by this, you know, like her bunny's been boiled. That's that's traumatizing for a kid. And, you know, and I feel like if if Beth didn't get her, you know, her fucking bit in. Revenge. 
yeah, that would have been really remiss. And I'm really glad that it was her that did it. And I'm really yeah. that they had this face off between them, you know? Um, yeah, no, it's, it was a good, good scene. I mean, because clearly, yeah. I mean, I, I liked how, um, I mean, at the point that Dan was getting, he admitted his affair. Yeah. He then admitted that um, Alex was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Beth was like, right, well, I want you out. You know, you're out in your ear. Fuck yeah. Yeah. However, Dan did persuade her to speak to Alex. So to back off. Well, he, and, and I like and I like that too. What's that? Because he said because she was just like because I, I don't think he wanted to, did he? I, I, I think I think he did though. Oh shit! I fucking remember now. Because basically, Alex had been harassing them. Oh yeah, that's right. At He's this point, so he told Beth and everything. You can fucking you yeah. Can, so basically, uh, you can speak to my wife. Her. Yeah, this is her. This is Beth. I want you to leave my my fucking family alone. If I see you again, I'll kill you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Beth comes in. She's just like, if you fucking leave my family again, I'll fucking kill you. And like, it was. I mean, because up until recently-ish, I had been more on Alex's side because although she's acting crazy, well, you know, hell hath no fury, um, and. But but then you know it was a real flip to actually do you know what Beth I am on Beth's side out of everyone here oh, everybody is Beth is the fucking the MVP and you know and then and that was really solidified for me when she's like you come to my family I'll fucking kill you and I was just like yeah do you know what like as much as I understand it's misguided and it's psychotic but I kind of do understand Glenn Close's reasons and, and motivations for acting the way that she does the way that Beth comes down on her is like yeah. fuck yeah you do what you do to protect your family Dan you've been a complete fucking prick you've not considered our family whatsoever and now we're in this mess Alex you're a fucking psychotic and you need to back the fuck down and leave us the fuck alone and you know what Beth's gonna fucking run this shit and she's gonna fucking be in charge and fucking yeah and she proves that by not only facing off against Alex and yeah okay Dan does have like to come and and help her out a bit but ultimately it's Beth who kills her yeah and I'm really fucking glad it went down that way and not Dan that killed her because I feel like it gives him that hero badge that he doesn't and he doesn't deserve he doesn't deserve it you know, great, great. Um, so yeah, I, 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 yeah. There was a lot in here. There was a few, you know, few, few things. That I'm like, mm. there's a lot in here that I just it was really juicy, real fucking spicy, you know. And I'm like, fuck yeah. One thing though, I want your opinion. This is, <clears throat> I want to say, a very, very serious matter. It's one okay. thing I want to get your opinion on. If you were having sex in the sink and someone just suddenly, randomly started splashing water. <laughs> all over your fucking face like what what <clears throat> what would you do what would you do uh, i'd say can you stop that it's putting me off my stride <laughs> yeah i, I can't because that no, is... stop that I, I don't i'm not into water water plan <laughs> no, no. <laughs> i didn't into... say that I, into... I, I, I just yeah no sex and showers and stuff like that it's not not my thing 
sexy shower. I can do a sexy shower. It's not as practically though. It's not. It's not very easy. <laughs> but just like with the splashing of the fucking splashing water. Yeah, no. so cringe. I got secondhand cringe watching their sexy. And this one was like, it's not even that sexy. No, it's not. But it's a eighty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a question for you. Okay, hit me with it. Um, with it being 30 years old, how okay. do you feel it uh, comes across in this in this day and age, or through your viewing now? I think we've I think we've covered a lot of it. Um, just in terms of I think back then, I don't know. People, let me know, let us know on the page. As far as I was aware the the impression that I always got about this film was that you know Michael Douglas is the victim boohoo poor him um that's very that was very much the response yeah as a modern day audience I'm like nah to quote your police mate you had you you made your bed fucking lie in it mm. you know you took no yeah. Yeah. been a cunt to everyone involved and not a cute British Scottish ah oh, you fucking cunt no you've just been a grade A fucking capital C cunt to everyone you've had no regard for your family's safety you've not been honest you've not done anything right you were so easily easily persuaded to fuck your wife over by fucking some randomer that you've known for two seconds you lied to her, you cheated on her, you disrespected your marriage, your family, and I'm sorry, I'm supposed to fucking root for you? Get absolutely fucked. Yeah, sure, yeah. Get absolutely fucked. But I can still really enjoy this film regardless because MVP, Beth. If it was just, if she had, if he sort of said to her straight off, oh, so... I fucked up. I'd done this. And she's like, right, fuck you then. I'm taking the kid and we're off. And they're off skis. And we don't see them again. And it's just him versus her. I wouldn't have cared. I would not have cared. Because she's psychotic, evidently. And he's a fucking prick. So I'd be like, you know what? Kill each other. In fact, you know what? Sort yourself out, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Glenn Close. You know what? Fucking off him. And whatever. Like, I, you know... I wouldn't even mind it if she'd survived as long as he died. But the fact (laughs) that his his family did stick around for better or for worse. And that's what I then cared about. But he still survives. He does still survive. But I reckon that she'll come around later on and she'll be like, you know what? You're a cunt. And I'm taking you for your money. You're a lawyer and a pretty good one by all accounts. And I'm going to take your money and I'm going to abscond into the into the countryside and you can fuck off in a one bed little flat you can have a fucking bed sit mate ouch I'm gonna take all your money because guess what uh, divorce is a bitch and I've got a really fucking good lawyer that isn't you yep anyway so <laughs> um, so yeah so um, I yeah as a, as a modern day audience I've got absolutely I've got less than zero sympathy for him less than I yeah. assume wife and I have sympathy for his kid I do not have zero sympathy for him and I have more I have more sympathy for Alex than I do him yeah I I, I'm pretty much the same I I don't like either of them 
So has your opinion changed? Because obviously, you know, you grew up of a time. And also as well, you're a guy. So I know that, the, and this isn't a criticism, but obviously, you know, socially men are kind of, you know, told, hey, you know, lads will be lads, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, so growing up, has your opinion of this film, you know, you were asking me like, you know, versus back then versus now, what's my opinion? Has your opinion changed as you've gotten older um, in terms of who you root for or don't? I don't know. Well, I, I suppose so. Because um, when I first watched it, I wasn't married. Right. And I think, I think that, that yeah. makes makes a difference. Yeah. Um. Yeah, actually, I, uh, yeah, and, and actually, that makes quite quite a massive difference because you know when you're not married, it's like you're a single dude. It's yeah. like yeah, woohoo party. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you just think, oh, she's a psycho bitch. Um, and uh, yeah, I suppose so. And then you know, as a married man who doesn't cheat, doesn't go down that that path. Um. Yeah, and then you just yeah, you just look at things differently. Yeah, and I want to say like I have, um, you know, I don't I don't have any issue with people wanting to live their life and you know um, enjoy life and you know the whole thing. Life's too short, you know. Have as many flavors as you can. Type mentality. That is fine. But when your when your experiences and when what you want to do directly affects somebody else. And yeah, totally. Exactly. There's responsibility with that. If you want to, if you want to taste all the all the flavors of fruit that life has to offer, be single. Go for it. Be, or, exactly, go for it, but be single. In or be yeah. in a relationship. Be in an open relationship. Like I know people who were in open relationships. It works for them, and you know, and that's fine. But it's that communication. Cheating for me is when you lie to the person who you're with because you know they wouldn't be happy about it. Yes. And that's in any yeah. respect, you know, that's in when it comes to flirting, when it comes to maybe dancing with someone at a club, any kind of thing. If there is anything that you do that means that you have to lie to your partner, that cheat, that's cheating. If you don't feel you have to lie to your partner or you're single, fucking you do what you want. I'm single. I am certainly not limiting myself, as we well know. <laughs> you know, like I'm not limiting myself because I am single. As soon as I'm in a relationship, if I want to make that conscious effort to be in a relationship then I'm in a relationship. And that's what I have umbrage with here because I'm like, well, you made a, de- a dedication to this one person in your in your marriage vows. Presumably you made promises along those lines. And it was so easy for you to, to go off with somebody else. Like, what do you think about your wife? What, how, how can you disregard her feelings so easily? And that mm. is, is where I'm like, wow. And then on- Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, and then on top of that, he completely disregards Alex's feelings. And he treats her like garbage, you know. He's garbage. Shit upon shit, and I just feel like, for me, like I can't relate to a character like that. I can't, I can't find any goodness in that because all I've seen is selfishness. And I'm like, well, you know. Um, but I would be really interested to see what the series does because that was, I think, it was made in 2020. Is that right? You saw that recently? Yeah, I saw an IMDb. It came out it was 2023. Oh, it's recent, then. really recent. Mm. Well, I'm interested how they sort of like take that because I think, yeah, there is a, a sort of a lads will be mad's mentality back then and, and really up until, you know, the last sort of five to ten years. Um, 
you know, since Me Too kind of like had its light shine on poor behavior when it comes to sexual dynamics. Um, and I feel like back then, yeah, you could probably be a lot more sympathetic towards Dan's character because, oh, he only did that, you know, he only did that and he's really sorry about it. And, you know, and all the, and, you know, oh, he's, she's now this psychotic bitch. And this is the other thing as well. Like, I really feel like there could be, I mean, I'm not going to go into it and I don't really feel like I need to, because I feel like what I'm about to say is probably going to explain it very easily, but I really just feel like that's actually quite a mentality of as soon as you've slept with someone, they're a slut, they're crazy, you know, that gaslighting, manipulative mentality that mm. I don't want to say just men, but predominantly men, should we say? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, she's just some crazy bitch I fucked once and now she's all, like, she just, she's in love with me. Nah, how about you just treated her like fucking shit? And now she's wondering what the fuck happened because you were completely different 24 hours ago. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Was a lot yeah, you're right. Naive. And I feel like that that was a lot, that was a mentality back in the 80s. Whereas now I feel like everyone's a lot more kind of, you know, um, aware of those kinds of things and those behaviors. And they, and they, they, people hold people accountable, which is a good thing. So yeah, I'd be really interested to see what the series is like for sure. See how that pans out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Do you have anything else to say or do you want to get onto scores? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think there's anything else. There's one little uh, thing, real quick mention. Remember that bit where she's she's running through the garden? Where Alex is running through the garden and there's this tree, there's trees and stuff and it's this wide pan shot and she's just like sprinting through it and stuff and it's just like... This is this when she's running with a dog? No, it's like later on. I can't fuck. Um, let me see if I can find. She's running through in the garden of their house. Yeah. Uh, mm. Vaguely. I'm trying to fucking find my notes. I got so many notes on here. It was a month ago when I watched this. Yeah, there's this um. Yeah, there's this there's just this bit where she's like running through their back garden and it's just so fucking cool. It really kind of like reminds me of um Suspiria, yeah, and there's this like the trees are like it's like backlit of this moonlight and the trees are kind of like silhouetted against it and stuff, and it's just you know, the beginning bit of Suspiria where um oh fuck, Patricia's I think it's Patricia, she's running through the forest and stuff and it's all kind of wide pan and really beautiful and kind of ethereal it's the only shot like this in the film it's fucking gorgeous and i just want to make a quick mention of that because it was just it was just really fucking cool i can't remember i've got to be honest no yeah that's fair enough um right scores what would you scores attraction uh seven shots to the head out of ten nice all right cool 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 I am going to give this um, eight cringy, definitely not sexy, water face splashes out of ten. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that oh, no. Oh, how is that? Just can you imagine? Just like, what are you doing? Like, oh, Idiot. Just, no, just. No. Hey. No, 
no. No, no, no. Fuck them. <laughs> Actually, I think it's her who does it first. But either which way, you're both fucking lunatics. It's just stupid, isn't it? It's just fucking stupid, but yeah. Anyway, um, cool. Right. Well, we Good are done. Your movie next. Do you want to introduce it before we do? I this? shall indeed. Uh, this is Gaspar Noe's. Uh, no. Clay- what? Gaspar Noe. It's got the two. No. Yeah. Is it Gaspar <laughs> Noe or Noe? It's Noe. It's got the are little. Are you sure? Yeah, because it's got the little flicky thing above the oh, ear. All right. Apostrophe. No, nah, the technical term is flicky thing. Okay, flicky thing. Yeah. Gaspar, Gaspar Noe's Climax yeah. from 2018. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, no, I have no, I have no opinion on this film yet. No, I don't love it. Um, okay, cool. Um, right, well, we will do trailers, and then we'll do some IMDb's and trivia, and then we'll chat about it and shit. Let's do it. If you couldn't dance, what would you do? Mmm, so sad. Ça représente quoi la danse pour toi? C'est tout pour moi. La danse, c'est tout pour moi. J'ai que ça. Est-ce que t'es, euh, t'es prêt à beaucoup de choses pour réussir? C'est-à-dire? Right, I'm so glad you're doing this. Yes, we are back. We're back. I hope you we did. are back. That was from Climax. Great. Yeah. Um, right, it's from 2018. This is your blurb, your choice. You go for it. I'm going to read this. Uh, from director Gaspar Noe comes a hypnotic and hair-raising depiction of a party that descends into delirium over the course of one wintry night. <gasps> a troop cool. of young... Sorry. I thought you were done. Sorry? Carry- I thought you were done. Sorry, carry on. All right. A troop of young dancers who have been rehearsing in a remote and empty school building before going on tour begins a celebration that turns nightmarish when they discover the sangria 
they've been drinking has been laced with LSD. Um, yeah, that is um, that is a lot better than the one that is put on IMDb. Yeah, because I thought that was a bit a bit sh- shy. Why? So this stars. You have to bear with me because I'm reading off my phone. So I, I was thinking of the some of the conversation about dryness <laughs> that occurs in this film. <laughs> Do you remember with the two guys and they're like just going dry? Oh, that. <laughs> oh, they're having such a good time and having oh, a good yeah. laugh about that. We'll talk about that. Okay, cool, cool. Right, yes. Uh, go on then. Uh, starring Sophia Boutella. Yeah. Remain uh, Galemich. Sure. Suhila yeah. Jakub. Kitty Smile. Claude Emmanuel. Uh, Giselle Palmer. Taylor Castle. Thea Carla Schott. Charlene Temple. L- Leave Lamos. Alea Al Sophia. Kendall Mugler. Lakdar Dridi. Adrienne Sissoko, Mamadou Bafili, and others. It's just, it's just a collection of dancers, DJs, primarily from France. Yep, isn't it really? Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's it. Really. Um, even um, the most well-known actress, Sophia Boutella, um, she is an actress, but she is also a dancer, and she was prim- a, di- a dancer first. So yeah, that is correct. Cool. Um, so, hey. trivia. Um, the film is loosely based on a true story. There was a dance troupe who held a party where the punch was spiked. However, it wasn't with anything like such drastic aftermath as this. Um, as I said, loosely based. Um, the opening shot was done randomly. It actually started in, um, snowing in Paris, which is where they were filming. So the opening shot is when the... The girl is walking um, or stumbling in the snow. Yeah, the snow, bleeding, and it's all ah. Anyway, so that yeah, that was that was a completely random thing that they added in very very last minute because, as I said, it started snowing in Paris, um, and no way thought that it would be cool to use the snow in this way as there was a park close by. Um, so they only shot it a few times. Uh, because the actress was, I mean, she was only wearing minimal clothing, like trousers and a tank top. And obviously it was very, very cold and she had to crawl and roll around in freezing cold snow. Um, But it also meant that they had to change the outside conditions from a rainstorm, which is what it was in the script, to a snowstorm for when they throw out Omar. Um, They shot that that first sequence that I mentioned at the end. um, And it was with her body uh, so no the shot at the end rather um with her body and everything was added um quickly in post basically and only one week before its premiere at Cannes so basically this like bookend um and it was all done very very last minute without that it would have just gone straight into the sort of videotape auditions um yeah the videos and books during the interview sequence after that initial opening scene are all indicators of what has come. Some of the titles include Zombie, Suspiria, from 77, not 2018, Ofs. Um, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 120 Days of Sodom. Um, Sodom? Sodom, sorry. Sodom. Yeah, well, you know that, don't you? It's your favourite film. Um, <laughs> Taxi Driver, a guy... I thought, I thought you'd say something else, then. <laughs> it's your favourite act. 
<laughs> it is your favourite act as well, but you know, I'm trying to be discreet here, you know, it's just a well, reserved podcast. Um, taxi hey, everybody. Um, and a guide on how to commit suicide, which apparently was banned in France, but can still be found on the dark web. Um, and De Profundi by Oscar Wilde. Gaspar Noe asked all the dancers who they'd like to kiss and who like th- they'd like to insult. And this random choice by the dancers dictated what happened in the script outside of the main points. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Nina McLean. Mm. Wait, <clears throat> wait. Nina McNeely was <laughs> not a good name to say when you're three drinks in. Um, was recommended as choreographer by Sophia Butella. Um, and Sophia was... Um, only willing to come on board once Nina was hired. Um, a lot of the dancers didn't want to be involved based off their knowledge of Noe's previous work. Lol. Can't really blame them. Um, but Kitty Smile, who plays Daddy, is a very famous figure in France, especially in the dance scene. And he's a famous uh, DJ and musician. He's worked with the likes of Lady Gaga, Elton John, RuPaul, and he convinced most of the final cast to do the film. Pretty much all of the script was improvised, apart from a few select pieces of dialogue required to push certain plot points. The movie is set in the 90s, which I didn't know um, until I did this research. Um, but it does make sense. I, di- I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know. I just figured no one was on their phones or anything because they were rehearsing or they were high as fuck. But it doesn't make sense. The... I mean, the only reason I would know that would be the musical selection was all from... Ask you about this, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about that a bit later on. Um, So, yeah, the movie is set in the 90s and Gaspar Noe recalls wearing a lot of Adidas back then, so incorporated a lot of their apparel in the movie, which, yeah. He does. It's a, yeah. There's a lot of um, Adidas or Adidas, depending on how you pronounce it. When, <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about this, I'm sure. When the two guys are chatting about sex and making jokes, <laughs> lol, um, there's a feedback noise that occurs. This was added in post to cover the sound of no way laughing at the stuff the guys were coming out with so they could continue with the shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised because as much as I am a feminist, the shit that they come out with is just fucking lols. Um, Yeah. It is. So in parts, Shalene Temple, who plays, hold on. Who does Shalene Temple play? Shalene. This seems like, Ivana. Seems like a really out of place name. Shalene Temple. Um, who does she play? Ivana is speaking Russian. Ivana, who's that? I fuck if I know. They all kind of get an introduction at the beginning, but I didn't pay that close attention. Take it on board. Yeah, no, I was paying attention, but yeah, I didn't. There were some names that I remembered just because they either get crop up a fair bit in the script or because they're kind of funny. Like, for example, Psyche? 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 I think her name is the blonde Bob. Yeah, psych. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the German. Yeah, and that made me laugh because it's like psych, 
played a prank and also psycho because yeah anyway yeah. um in part charlene temple is speaking russian but gaspar noe had no idea what she was saying however in the russian distribution her lines were dubbed by someone else because they were deemed too deranged for commercial viewing <laughs> evil laugh mm. In Russia and Ukraine, the title had to be changed because their word for climax means menopause. Oh, okay. That's, that's a lot to unpack, but I'm not going there. So instead, requested it to be changed to ecstasy, which does make sense in a way, I suppose. Uh, I mean, I see, it's very different. <clears throat> One ecstasy, climax. But ecstasy is in terms of like ecstasy is in, you know happiness given yeah nice in the drug yeah but also that drug connotation but lsd and be a wrong one very different anyway enough of that we don't need to be incriminating ourselves either which way um right this is your choice it is indeed Tell me why. Tell you why. Um, okay, I had seen this once previously. Um, yeah. And actually, I thought I'd given it a higher rating than I actually did <laughs> on, on my looking back at my letterbox. I don't think I've given this a rating. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no. Um, I thought I really, really, really like this film. And yeah. that's why I chose it. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I you know what? I, re- I want to see it again. I've changed it. I've changed my rating because I don't think that my rating was correct. Ooh, here we go. Yeah. And I agree with you. I don't think my rating was correct either. Hmm. I think, do you know what? I think with this film... There's so much going on and it's so hard to experience every time you watch it. Hard, 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 hard in what way? It's tough viewing, Um, not only because of what actually happens in the film, but also in the experience that we're taken on. You know, it's I mean, the intense, has, intensity of it all. Hundred percent, yeah. Like Noah has this amazing way of taking its audience on this ride, you know, um, and making you feel like you're there, making you empathise with what's happening on screen, and it's not pleasant. And he does it regardless of whether you want to or not. You just you can't unless you mm-hmm. want to that film you are there there's no two ways about it you're there you're experiencing it it's horrible whatever nightmare fuel he's fucking fueling your way you have to ride it out or or otherwise turn off the film and i think when you first watch this film it's one of the <laughs> most, it's one of the most immersive films of his i feel and I feel like when you first watch it, it yeah, it's a really hard watch. And you kind of, you can't stop watching, but fuck me, can you not wait for it to end? You know? Yeah. 
it's it's a it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. In that you kind of like because yeah, you're taking on this on this journey. Yeah. And you, I don't know. It's it, it is quite a horrible experience. Mm. Um, and yeah, yeah, you do kind of want it to end because because you, you feel the anxiety oh, of Se- Se- Selva, who's the ma- the main char- character, really. Of yeah, sorts. Yeah. We follow her the most. So yeah, so you kind of get her anxiety and panic because yeah. she's obviously realizing what's going on, and it's that. Uh, for those of you who have taken LSD and have had a bad acid trip, it's that moment when you start to have a bad acid trip, yeah, and the pleasure suddenly can quite instantaneously transform and, from pleasure to to panic. Yeah, and and you. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry go on. No, oh, I go on. Say, like not even with LSD. Allegedly, you know, like with other drugs you if you have the wrong mentality or if you have an intrusive thought you can have this really great high flip to something that will just feel like it's eating your brain yes allegedly yes there's no allegedly about it with me i'll tell you the truth I, i can't do i can't be like oh it's just like this but like in terms of other experience, which I may or may not have had, you know, I can certainly relate to it in, on a level that I've experienced and that's bad enough. And I've heard that LSD is even more intense. So fuck, you mm. know? Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. It's uh, a- Go on. No, no, I was just saying it's a lot. And when, and as I said, with with Noe's way of filming, I mean, it's like with Irreversible, like he just takes you on this ride and you can't stop it. There's no, there's no stop. There's no going back. You, this is it. You're, you're here now. Once you're in, once you're yeah. in, you're in. Exactly. And you just got to fucking take whatever's dealt. Um, yeah. And with exception. What I like about this is that I don't know. It's 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 such it's such a very unique film. It is, yeah. Is it horror? Is it horror? Is it not? Depends on how you which side of the fence you sit on. I think I can't um, you watching this and not thinking it's horror. Tell me why you. What, yeah. I know, like just to just play off Devil's Advocate. Why wouldn't you say that this is horror? Uh, because there's not much in you know there's not much actual horror going on not much like killing or stuff going on really there's loads of death what there's loads of death yeah but it's not it's there it isn't it's not like it isn't really I mean there, there is but there isn't it's not like there's people getting beaten up and stuff yeah, and then, I mean, there's a, there's that, you know, little Tito dying, and you've yeah, got... Yeah, but you don't see it. You don't see it. It's just, it, it's... You see, the after, you see him dead on the floor. 
You see his mother having slit okay. her wrists. You see people. Yeah, but but it's okay. But it's not like. Yeah, but yeah, if, if I'm playing devil's advocate, it's it's not like you know. People getting stabbed or. It's not you know, like, but it's not got a supernatural thing to it it's not got a, a a killer as such in it but i would say that you know you can have horror i for me horror is anything that makes you feel horrific or has aspect of something that is horrifying you know no, I, 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 I totally agree I, I totally agree with you i feel like as well because you because you but i also would say because i mean you can have something that's horrifying that's a war film doesn't mean it's a horror film oh yeah uh, yeah I, I, I think, think that too, yeah. but I feel like when you have like the stylization of this film, when you have the cinematography and the camera work that makes you just feel so drawn into these experiences, when you have the worst of human nature coming out, you have the mob mentality, you have paranoia, you have, you know, just a complete. And I mean, oh, this, it's it, it's it's nightmare fuel. It is it's, it's absolute nightmare feel. Like for me, no, this for sure. is this is a horror film. Like I, I, I honestly couldn't understand anyone watching this thinking it wasn't, because it's just the worst of human nature. And if horror isn't any, if horror is anything, it's the it's the display of the worst of human nature. I, I, I think if. If you've never been in this situation, yeah, or a situation like it, and understanding the the fear that can be induced by such uh, substances, then I don't think you would quite get the horror aspect. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I don't know. I just feel, if, if anything, I feel like if you haven't, so you're saying, sorry, just a minute to double check. If you, you're saying that if you have had these sort of psychological experiences with drugs and, and how it can turn, yeah. then it yeah. would see the horror aspects more. Yes. See, I would say that if you haven't, then you would, because this behavior would be so alien to you. It wouldn't be even, you wouldn't even be able to explain it. Like, why on earth? Yeah, but you, yeah, but you you just walk you'd walk away. You just check it off and you yeah. Do you, so you're what you're saying is you think that because if you have an if you've had an experience not to this level hopefully but like if you've had an experience where you're you know mentally you've gone from a really happy place to a really like one of anxiety and paranoia and stuff because of you know drugs. Or, or, or even really just any experience where it's been such an extreme, you know, response to something. Um, you're saying that there's like an there's an added layer to it and you you physically feel it more rather than someone who maybe can't relate to it as such and is just kind of like... Yes. That's yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Because you, okay. you understand, um, especially uh, Selva's position and... Yeah, understand definitely. because you're understanding you're going through the motions you're you're appreciating what 
she was having a great time and then suddenly it's all gone horribly wrong things shit's starting to go wrong around her yeah and and, and then, then it's kind of it's her panic and yeah. then does that, does that make sense and then, yeah. then she's almost yeah. kind of just trying to run away from it and then suddenly like as as can happen you know she suddenly comes across that uh wallpaper yeah of, like the woods and stuff yeah. and then she's only like uh and then just her because her you're in tights and then it, initially <laughs> it seemed to be kind of like a reassuring thing because you know you can put your hand on something on a surface and it's like, oh that's nice and smooth and that's cool and that's calm and then all of a sudden you can just you know she and then she looks down and she's like oh my god my hands are in my skin kind of mad <laughs> yes exactly exactly it's that yeah the one thing that's giving you reassurance then can then flip and then actually is suddenly just suddenly be the thing of absolute terror yes exactly that Um, that that's that's the key i think that's the key yeah that's why that's why that's horror for me because it's it's it it is terror because it is because i mean i'm gonna hold my hands up you know i've done lsd uh, not through choice, um, wow. and it went hey, it went haywire for me. Um, it went it from most of. If you don't Sorry? do it, if you don't do it to, through choice, and it creeps up on you, you haven't got that headspace. You haven't put that mental, those groundworks in place to be like, hey, we're gonna have a good time. I've done this. I know about it. It's all fine. I'm with my friends. I know this location. We're good. If it's done to you not on purpose like, or you don't know that it's happened to you you have no time to put those foundations in place to protect your mentality against what is happening yeah well for me it was it was slipped into my drink uh we went out clubbing i had a great time and then halfway through the night so we said oh you were given half a bart simpson and what the hell's a bart simpson yeah i was a- acid Oh right, okay. What's oh it well. Bart, Bart Simpson. Yeah, why is it called that? I've never heard that. And it was just basically it was blob of acid on a you know blotting paper, and all the pictures were oh, on a sheet of blotting paper, with all the uh, right, tiny okay. little pictures of Bart Simpson. Right, okay. <laughs> so ha- yeah, so okay. somebody had stuck half of Bart Simpson in a drink, mm. and yeah, I was I actually had. A great night, and some, some girl I was on this podium dancing, and this girl was dancing next to me, and she gave me a rose. Anyway, I don't know who she was, but this <laughs> rose just meant everything to me, and I just basically <laughs> le- left the club, went back to some mate's house for a smoke or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I had this rose in my hand, and I was obviously just kind of, I don't know, just dicking around with it. Um, and some other guy who I didn't really know, or I always took a dislike to me, grabbed hold of my rose and threw out the window. Um, and from that point onwards, he had kind of taken away. I don't know, just everything collapsed from ultimate high to ultimate paranoia and fear. Oh, no. And then I, I, I just lost it. I, I had to get out of that, uh, get out of that 
room. I tried to skateboard home, and then all I heard was like earthquakes, and it was just just weird. Uh, oh, I just lost oh. it. I had to go back. Oh yeah, I had to go back and say to the guy uh, whose place, you know, we went back for a smash. And dude, I'm losing it big time. Yeah. It, uh, and I was sick a couple of times, and I heard somebody say, oh, "I've never heard anyone be sick on acid before," and so, that just just flipped me out big time. But anyway. Yeah. Wow, fuck, that's awful. Yeah, so, and you can take the little yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, for me, I just feel like, I mean, for me, the two points of horror, and I don't know, I mean, this is, I mean, yeah, I'm a mum, but also I really feel like this stuff just gets me anyway, is the kid. Um, yeah, that's so dark. Know, like, so is this kid, if people haven't seen it. T- Tito. Off, Tito. Oh, he's like, what's? six seven yes yeah, uh, we you know he takes some of this spiked sangria by mistake his mum who's already high off it thinks it's a good idea to put him in instead of putting him in his bedroom safe in bed again um which is where he was originally um puts him in what like a boiler cupboard or something like a room which has got all of the electronic infused boxes in it of this school which is where they're rehearsing yeah yeah, yeah. and says don't put yeah. him because it'll kill you bye you know and she locks him in there to keep and i understand like she does it to keep him out of the way of everybody else who's high on fucking this sangria but like obviously you know he is also high on lsd and he's six or seven years old and alone and you know and you as people because the the camera work in this is amazing they follow it's it's not a one shot it's it's a one shot effect um, where the cuts are so seamless, you can't tell. It feels like it, yeah. It feels like a one shot. And what that does in this classic No Way style is it really draws you in and you feel like, you know, you're this, you know, this passenger alongside what's happening. Um, and it, it, yeah, you, you're basically just following different characters as. Yeah as the story pans out, it just kind of flows along. And then, yeah, you're following one character as they're having a panic, following somebody else who's dancing their ass off, somebody else having a fight or, you know, whatever's going on. It's just, it's it's chaotic, but that's, I think this is what this film does so well, is that it portrays the, I mean, through the filming and the editing and how it's styled, Mm. It portrays the chaos and the just how LSD can suddenly just unfold and different things can happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel like, you know, yeah, it's an absolute chaos, but there's also a fluidity about it. Um, And, you know, you have this sort of, this effect where we're following as you say we're following these characters and then it might pan right or pan left or whatever and then suddenly we're we're with somebody else and we're going on their journey and you know after this kid gets put in this uh for lack of a better term boiler cupboard um or boiler room um he will follow these characters salva for example and then we'll hear him yelling out mommy 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 you know and stuff and we you know as the cockroaches the cockroaches <laughs> Yeah, and it, and I just I find it harrowing. Like it's uh, it it 
you know, it's I just, dark. It's so it's dark. Horrible. And then the lights fritz and it, everything turns red, and someone even says, "Oh, Tito's fried," and it said, so "Oh, that's like, right. <laughs> they did, didn't they?" <laughs> yeah, it's so like just nonchalant. But that is exactly what's happened. <laughs> you know, he's touched something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it's blown. When the lights go out. Yeah. The lights go out and it's on red generator. Yeah. Somebody shouts, shit, someone's roasted Tito. Yeah. And like, and, but that is exactly what happened. And it, and then we see it later on. We see him dead on the floor and then followed by his mum's suicide because dickhead, she's lost the key to get him out. And, yeah. uh, you know, and obviously she knows that he's dead and she commits suicide. And, you know, and to be honest, I kind of don't blame her because in that moment, especially if you're high on LSD, you fucking would just, can you imagine? Oh, so like that for me is hor- hor- horrifying. The other part of um, that I find horrifying is the whole bit with the pregnant woman. Um, yeah. Because everyone finds really out. brutal. Really brutal. Like, so everyone finds out, everyone works out that the that the uh, sangria spiked, right? And then it's just a big paranoia game of who did it. And at first they blame this guy called Omar, who they chuck out. No, and- no. Yeah. No, he was blamed. No, he was blamed second. Who blamed first? Who was blamed first? She was blamed first. No, he'd already been kicked out by the time she got to it. No. Yep, 100% promise. Because uh, old, old dress, aggressive, makes my blood boil and makes me see cruel, fucking awful bitch. Says, we thrown out Omar for no reason when it's her who's done it. They throw out Omar early on and it's like in the middle of the night and everything. And then... And then he, 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 was, he was definitely the second person. He was definitely the second person, not the first. He was before pregnant lady got accused because then they're all like you made us throw out omar when it was you the whole time oh yeah yeah they did but i i don't think she was the first though she wasn't the first she was the second i thought she was the second after omar no i don't know anyway but yeah that whole bit anyway. and like so they're like you know all paranoid trying to find out who it was and omar wasn't drinking which is why they thought it was him i can't remember why he wasn't drinking and then she wasn't drinking because she's pregnant and they were like and then everyone's like oh you know you're not drinking it must be you that's why you're not drinking because you've spiked the sangria um and she's like no i'm pregnant and there's this woman who we get and this is the thing before we get to this point we've had all of these conversations we've had the interviews at the beginning we've had the conversations which we'll talk about between characters which are just very kind of like ad lib and you know just say whatever comes to mind kind of thing it's this is very much the part that weren't that wasn't scripted um and it's just very funny weird odd conversations but they do indicate the types of characters that these people are um you know and the dynamics that they have with each other and you know this woman who's in this gold dress and she's um this this very tall very foreboding black woman she's got bald head and she's got this amazing eye makeup and gold dress um and you know she is very antagonistic already she makes comments like oh yeah i'll fucking kill them or whatever kind of thing which out of context you would sort of you know just be like oh yeah whatever she's just saying that but you know when it comes to it she you know she gets told that this girl's pregnant which is why she's not drinking and she calls her a liar and like knees her in the stomach 
to the point where this mm. girl on the floor, like, you know, crumbled, holding her stomach in agony. And then later on, she shows no remorse. She antagonizes it further. She gets this whole mob mentality. And mob mentality for me is just terrifying. You know, you look at films like The Mist and things where everyone just rambles around this one idea and fixates on it, regardless of any sort of coherent or coherent thought or, or you know, um, common sense or anything. And people get hurt and people, you know, just lose every sort of sense of self and they just have this pack mentality. And this Mentality, is, yeah. Cool. Yeah, what happens to this girl? And they convince her to abort herself by punching herself oh, in the Yeah, head. that's right, on the stairs, yeah. And then she they, she has this knife, which initially she picked up for self-defense because this woman, um, you know, gold dress, she was, you know, coming at her and stuff and she had all these people kind of like circling her and shit and backing her up. And then all of a sudden she starts slashing her own arm and, you know, and punching herself in the stomach, trying to self-abort. It's like, those are the things for me which make it a horror film. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I, as I said, I, 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 I think it's a horror film. Yeah, and it is. It is a horror film. It, in yeah. my eyes, and yours. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's fucking dark. It's really dark because it's like we go. For, I mean, none of, I mean, none of this film is comfortable viewing because I think even from the get go, especially when we've got this initial opening scene where we know something's going to go tits up. Like we're just there's just this sense of foreboding and this dread, even during like the dance scenes, which are amazing. Mm. Oh, but, the choreography is exceptional. Oh yeah, can we talk about that for just a minute? Because it's just oh, Let's do it. Let's yeah. Do it. Go ahead. Well, just basically, I think they obviously brought in various different dancers with different abilities. Yeah. Uh, d- different dance styles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, for example, there's this one dude. I, I just called him Flexi Man, who's able to kind of. Jesus, I don't know how. how he just move his arms it's behind contour- his back and contortionist. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, he's doing that, and there's body poppers. Uh, you know. And break dancing, and it's very um, like modern dancing. It's very like of the scene of the '90s and, and modern day as well. Um, very sort of avant-garde, and you know that kind of thing. And but it's so mesmerizing. Johnson does their bit, and obviously, uh, Gaspar was like, right, I, I, you know, this is a free for all. Just do your own thing. Yeah, but it's also choreographed. So they did have, as I said in the the trivia, they did have a choreo um, choreographer. Um, but like, so they have this. There's there's two dance sequences. They have the first one to begin with, um, which is very which is very choreographed. And though there are definitely elements of um, improvisation, it's still with very much. Hey, you have these amount of beats to do what you want, and then we're coming together. You know. Whereas then there's a second one about halfway through, just before shit goes Pete Tong, where it's you know it's essentially like get in the middle, do your fucking thing, and we'll like clap around you. Which I mean, who hasn't been part of that? I've certainly not done it to this level but but you know it's that kind of thing and everyone's just fucking you know letting their hair loose and doing what they want and there's this really great aerial shot where they you know they shoot from above and 
you just it's just incredible and you know i mean jesus it, both of these dance sequences are just insane and i think this and then and then volk from suspiria 2018 like honestly are just two of the best ensemble dance pieces i think i've ever seen in film i step up can go fuck itself in my opinion <laughs> Um, <laughs> sorry, Channing. Oh, actually, Sheesh. you know what? Um, speaking of Channing Tatum, Magic Mike is also there, but that is <clears throat> for different reasons. Um, <laughs> so this Volk from Suspiria 2018 and Magic Mike are my favourite dance ensemble dance routines in films. There, I said. Anyway, it. back to climax. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and like, it's just oh, it's so mesmerised, and the dance. Oh my god, that fucking song. The um, Fuck, I can't remember what it's called now. What's it called? I don't know which song. There's so many different tunes. Super something. Super. Hold on, I'll find it. I actually have it saved to my workout playlist that I have on Spotify. <laughs> uh, it is called Super Nature. Super Nature. Um, yeah, it's a that one, that main one. Oh, that! Yeah. Yes. It's uh, yeah, it's a great, great tune. I mean, actually, the uh, soundtrack uh, is exceptional. Yeah, dude, tell me a bit about that because obviously this is this is your forte. That you know, you're a new guy. <sighs> well, it to a certain extent. Um, I mean, I'm I'm old, uh, old school, so all my sort of stuffs. Um, Nineteen ninety. Uh, through to 98 I suppose but I mean I mean and this has a lot of quite a lot of uh, you would describe as sort of hard house sort of, and techno mm. uh, I mean he plays French Kiss by Lil Louis which was uh, 89 or was it 1990 um, no idea <laughs> no idea uh, yeah, it's just it's just repetitive, literally repetitive. Do, 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 do. It's Perfect. just all the way. I, I mean, literally. I mean, it, the soundtrack to this is just it is really really great. Um, some really hard, really quite hard techno. Really, well, not hard techno, but some thumping techno, mm. uh, which I really like. Uh, I think there's Chemical Brothers, Daft Punk. Um, are on this um, real old stuff though oh it's just just it's some really good stuff mm. um, but yeah, yeah sorry yeah no, I was just trying to think of all, all the different stuff that was played I uh, think on track like it I mean even if you're not into it and you might not necessarily listen to the soundtrack on its own the way that it just perfectly complements what's going on in the film the way that it elevates, the way that it will build up tension and, you know, create certain effects and things and the way that it will just build to this crescendo and stuff and you're just in this mindset and it's, again, it's just all fueling this anxiety because of this high pace and, this, you know, these very upbeat techno beats and whatever, but at the same time, as you say, they're very heavy too. It's yeah. perfect, perfect complement to this film. Very it's much good. so. Yeah. Um, let's sort of let's talk about the different characters. Oh god. Um, because it's quite an, an eclectic mix. Yeah. 
of different people from completely different backgrounds, yeah, uh, nationalities, um, and what have you. Oh, they're uh, going together to form this troop and stuff. Which this is their what their final rehearsal before something. This is like, and it's like they're going to let loose a little bit, and then you know before they before they perform. Yeah, I, th- I think I, I, I put that they've been rehearsing for three. They've been rehearsing for three days. Yeah. So they're kind of just getting to know each other still. Yeah. But but obviously know enough of what's kind of, you know, uh, uh, about each other and, and what they're all about. Yeah, so uh, like, it's, it's called Daddy because, like, he's supposed to be sort of more of, um, like, you know, he doesn't do drugs and stuff and he's a little bit more responsible and he sort of just, yeah, he's sort of a bit of a patriarch. And then... Salva's supposed to be more of a matriarchal figure, um, which is why she's one of the more nurturing and why she um, is followed around a lot and a lot of people seem to be drawn to her. For example, the guy who just wants to get her knickers and then, I mean, the blonde who wants to just get her David. And, and stuff. But, like, you know, she's she's probably interacted with the most out of all the characters in terms of, like, how many different people interact with her. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, and then can we just talk about these two guys? Just ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just going through. Is it? Is it? Was it cyborg? Oh, Cy- I don't know who it cyborg is. and his mate reckon it's a weird place, like a school hall. And the yeah. people are weird, but he's ready to use his long cock. Yeah, so everyone at this point, they've all had the LSD. No one realises yet that it spikes. And as an audience, we don't know either. But when you have like a second or third watch, you know, you do start to get these indications of what's happening because, you know, people start tripping out over things that really are, you know, someone's like, I don't like that flag. I like flags. I love the colours. Don't like that flag. That's not a normal thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know and like people like and they're saying like oh yeah everyone here's weird and the school's weird and the school just you know accentuates how weird everybody else is again that's not a normal thing to say but when you don't realize what's happening you just kind of like you know they're artists <laughs> i feel yeah. Like, yeah you know they're just sort of drunk and having fun and they just sort of like say odd shit because they are kind of a bit weird and they're presented to be a little bit weird and maybe a bit outcast and you know they found their Exc- eccentrics exactly. yes exactly um but yeah tell me what these two guys say to each other the eccentricities uh well i've just got it was <laughs> they're just talking about they're talking about sex and and which which of the birds, girls that they wanted to have sex with? Basically, all um, of them. Yeah, and they're just basically oh, wow. going about, you know, how they'd use their big black dicks on, on these on these girls, oh. uh, and going in dry. But they're they're just laughing. They're laughing about. They're having they're a not, laugh. They're not, they're not. It's not serious. Also, and also as well, this is what cracks me up with guys. Guys, not just these guys. Guys generally, I swear it's such what I call dumb guy bullshit because it amazes me how much utter crap guys will tell each other and joke around with each other knowing 
That is not a crap. You are not going to, but using this example, you are not going to go in dry. So they're like, I'm going dry, no lube, no nothing. I'm just going to, you know, well, and they're talking not even just about vaginal sets, they're talking about anal sets. I'm like, I'm sorry, you are not going in dry, my friend, because it hurts men just as much as it hurts women. So you're like, either you're just full of shit or you know, uh, and you know it, sorry, or you've never done it, <laughs> you know? And, but they both must know this. And they're still egging each other on. And that, to me, is just so fucking funny because it's like, you know you're full of shit. Yeah. It's, just, it's just banter, though, isn't it? It's just yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's guy's banter. It's such dumb bullshit. Guy bullshit. That's what I mean. It's like, it's dumb guy bullshit. <laughs> you know? And they're saying about, like, he's just, they're on about how, like, it's haunted and how it's, like, a sect and stuff, I think. And, like, he's saying, like, ah. Oh, it's like he like, I'll oh, fuck them all, weird or not. And then he's like, Oh, what about if the ghost turns up? And he's just like, Fuck them on the flag. And then they're just like laughing because they've just been talking about his flag. And they're like laughing about it. It's like, Yeah, we'll fuck them on the flag, ghost or nothing, uh, ghost or not, he's gonna get some. And like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's very funny. I, I, I like those guys. Yeah, and this is the conversation that Gaspar Noe had to put in sound effects because, to cover him laughing at that other shit. It's just... Yeah, because they're clearly actually having a real good laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine being those two actors just like, just run with it? And, you know, they've all been brought in. They don't probably know each other that well. If, if they have known each other a little bit, they probably don't know each other that well. And they're just coming out with this stuff. Can you imagine how fucking funny that is? Oh, brilliant. And the guy on the left has just like the best smile. It's just like this big, wide open, genuine smile. And like, I don't give a fuck what he says. I don't care what came out of that mouth. If he's smiling like that, I'm laughing. You know? That that was was Cyborg. Yeah. That's Cyborg, right. Fuck it. And he says at the beginning as well, it's like, do you do drugs? I don't do, he's like, I don't do drugs. Do women though? You know, it's like, <laughs> be busy with women. What? It's like, yeah, do her on the floor. <laughs> it's so, so fucking stupid. Very good, very good. Yeah. And then is it? I mean, you see later though that is actually getting his end away with somebody. Is it him? I don't know. I, I, you can't tell. I can't really tell. It's just such. You a- can't tell. It's, it's such a, a mashup of. Everyone and he can't quite, yeah, he really can't tell. Yeah, I mean, they panning pan, pan on certain people, um, but they're so fucked by this point, they're just completely distorted. Like, their facial expressions are so distorted, and it's this red, this really strong red, garish light that just lighting, yeah, it's so difficult to tell anything. Like, unless someone has a really distinctive, like, you know, for example, like blonde afro, you know, you'd recognize her, but she's on, yeah. Fire. Sophia, what's her face? You know, lucky her. Oh, can we talk about her for a minute? Actually, not Sophia, what's her face, but the blonde Afro lady. Like, oh, she's so annoying. Yeah, she was a bit of a twat, really. Did you get that her and um, Psyche, the blonde Bob? Yeah. Did you get that they were a couple? Yeah. I didn't. Not very. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah. No, they... They do hate it, but it just it went over my head. It was about a quarter of the way through. They were like, talking about something like, "Oh, why didn't you say that before?" or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and oh, is- you, you don't love me or something. It was just yeah. like a. Do you remember that line where she says she was just like, she was just like, 
um, she's like, don't, oh, don't pretend like I don't exist or something. And like she said, oh, you're so fake. She's like, I'm not fake. You're just boring. Oh, Brutal. Having your partner say that to you and not even look at you while saying it, just complete disregard. <laughs> and that's, I think it's probably before the acid actually kicked in. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, she's this woman's constantly on acid from the scenes of it. She's just oh, actually, like, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. She's just a high functioning acid. Well, if you can remember, Psych, she actually says at the very beginning mm. uh, when they're being interviewed, she actually says, the reason I've left Berlin yeah. is because of her ex-boyfriend's uh, right. intense uh, LSD taking and the dance scene there's all a bit fucked up, so that's why I've left. Yeah, she says that the art scene is just it's too intense with drugs and stuff. And then see, I wonder whether, like... She may or may not have had a roommate or whatever, but like I wonder if actually she's talking about herself because yeah, oh, no. yeah definitely yeah because she says about like oh yeah he put it straight in his eyes that bullshit and it's like and then we see at the end that's exactly what she's that's doing exactly what she's doing she's just yeah she's just projecting and created this it's just mental isn't it and then like um you know and and this whole bit where. Blonde Afro and Blonde Bob. This is what I've written in my notes. <laughs> Sorry. It's just, I can't remember. I couldn't ever remember anyone's fucking names apart from Salva and that's about it. Um, and Tito. Um, so Blonde Bob and, and Blonde Afro are kind of like dancing, but Blonde Bob, the um, woman who did the LSA, she's so in like her own world. And then Blonde Afro is just like clicking in her face and shit and like trying to get her attention and all this. And it's just, I don't know. She just, first off, she has one of those faces that I just want to punch anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know, I know, I know what you mean. Thank yeah, you. She's a little bit irritating. But then also as well, she's like this fucking kid that just will not stop. Stop. Just fucking just give me a fucking minute. Back off a minute. Yeah. And just gets right up in your space. And I've like I've met people like that. And especially on nights out when like, all right, do you ever get it where like oh, I don't know, maybe this is just Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. And people off the face. Are trying to like get all up in your space and like dude I just want to fucking dance I'm not interested yeah you get it all the time and it's yeah and it's just I, I mean yeah I mean I bet as a DJ as well like excuse me can you, can you just fuck off I'm just trying yeah. to mix it yeah or like I'm just you know I'm just trying to dance with my mates like I don't need someone sort of getting all up in my space and trying to grind with me or trying to like suck my face off like nah it's not what I'm here for and it's just it just gave me it's just an additional level of anxiety that she gives me yeah this bit it creates an irritation like, just tightens yeah. your yeah it's stress yeah and like it's already a heightened situation even just fucking watching it you know, and like, but it's, but normally the anxiety that I watch with this film is one of like, it's fear, you know, like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? Oh God, no, not this bit. Oh no, the poor kid. Oh God, the pregnant woman. Oh, this is fucking awful. You know, or whatever. Whereas with her, I'm just like, oh God, would you just fuck off? You know, like, and I just don't understand how she's pulled Sophia Boutella because, well, oh, yeah, I mean, Michael Douglas and like, I <laughs> just don't understand She's, it. yeah. But I mean, she's off her face anyway, so. Yeah, but they actually end up having a quite a nice time, I think, in the end. Like, you know. Well, they're sleeping in each other's arms. 
Yeah, they just, you know, had some sex. Presumably it was probably all right. And then they just fall asleep and, you know, oh, well. They're they okay. A little bit out of everyone. I mean, at least they didn't bang their fucking brother or sister. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole thing. Jesus. You know what? This is what this film does. It, it, it just basically throws in so many different um, scenes and yeah, people's different layers. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's one of the. This is the thing. This is a film that you think you only need to watch maybe once, but you need to watch it two or three times because, especially these opening interview scenes, they just tell you so much. And I don't know if you know because this is what your second time watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I think this might be my third time. Um, and then if you include the director's commentary that I watched, it's like the, the I've watched it four times now. Um, but like the interview scenes, they just really indicate so much. And with those two, the brother and sister, like first off, when I first watched it, it was just like, oh, just brothers and sisters. And she's just annoyed with her brother and whatever. But there's so much there. Did you pick up on that about how he's so he's too protective? He's too controlling. He doesn't like her getting with people he's with, like uh, uh, other boys uh getting close to guys and yeah uh, and, yeah any guy attention because david starts sniffing around because obviously yeah. david's just trying trying to get his end away wherever he can and then she's been with omar for nine months and she's on about sucking his dick and she's just like yeah dude is that not just what everyone does when you've been together a while like that's what you you know i know you've gotten laid and shit and he's just like, no, but it's different for me. Like, you can't do it. It's like, the fuck? You know, and it's all of this kind of controlling behavior, which at first you could maybe put down to overprotective, controlling brother. But then you realize it's actually something a bit more insidious than that. And it's incest. Uh. And then... Grim. And then later on, even though she's having a fucking seizure. Fucking in the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Fucking. Okay. He can help himself. Moist between those lips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like all he can think about is getting his fucking underwear. He's like, yeah, come to the bedroom and everything. And then, ah, oh, that fucking line. What does he say? He says, um, hang on, I've got it somewhere. Nothing happened. Don't tell dad. Oh, that's right. Ah! <laughs> ah! Nothing no. happened. Don't tell dad. No. <laughs> if nothing happened, then what are we not telling dad? What are we not telling dad? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. <sighs> But yeah, anyway, so the cinematography on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cinematography. Oh, it's fucking amazing though, isn't it? And like, editing yeah. is is top notch. It oh. really is top notch. Um, it, 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 as I said earlier, it portrays the... Uh, it it, it uh, portrays the... A, a bad trip and people losing it. You know, the camera work when it tips upside down. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, because, it, obviously, everybody's world's turned upside down. Yeah. So the camera is upside down, and it shows everything upside down. And oh, how fucked up everything is. 
Yeah, and how everything's so distorted, you get glimpses of things here and there. And, you know, that will be, you know, if they do remember anything, that will be what their memory is. It'll just be glimpses of horrific images here, there and everywhere, you know, without it making any real kind of coherent sense. And I mean, the whole thing to me is just, it's it's, it's like the seven circles of hell out of Dante's Inferno. Things just get worse and worse and worse until you're in this complete pit of or debauchery like not to sound all christian and show you but it's this complete pit of debauchery uh, unless it's a good one for you and I mean, there are people in that in that school who have had a good time well like actually place. like like who sophia and blonde afro sophia and blonde well no sophia S- selva doesn't have a particularly good trip no but initially she has a she has a good time with um, it, end, it ends up with the what well, yeah the American no yeah, that, she's not American she's yes yeah, she is is she yeah oh well anyway she you know she gets around away anyway and she is peacefully sleeping but um yeah no like some people are having a <clears throat> real fucking good time um but it's just this whole thing of like everyone's everyone's just completely taken over by their urges and their desires regard I think and I think to me like I mean you know I'm not exactly a fucking prim about anything particularly but I think it's when people's desires and urges over overcome any sense of regard for anyone else's wants or desires you know like moral moral boundaries go out the window 100% yeah like you do you do whatever you want no judgment on me as long as everyone involved is adult and consenting cool um and it's legal you know cool um but like um you know here you know as i say you you know you've got this this woman who's having a fucking seizure and all her all her brother can think about is fucking her you know he doesn't want to help her and if he does want to help her it's only so he can fucking get his end away with his sister dark oh it's actually there's so many dark little little nuggets thrown throughout this film the girl getting set on fire oh yeah it's like oh you won't give me any of your coke you fucking lying bitch yeah <laughs> here's oh, your face okay. into a candle yeah oh and then we see her later on and she's just like just like <laughs> peeling oh. off her burnt skin and hair yeah, because you scalp. high like that, you would start. I mean, Chris, if you ever sort of had a bit of dry skin, oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, that's and not good. Those two lads at the, at the end, where they're just scratching at their skin, you know, just trying to. It's almost like they're trying to scratch it off because there's they feel like there's something on them. You can probably think that there's, you know, it's like teeters saying cockroaches kind of thing. Like they probably think yeah. it's all over their skin, covered in insects. Ooh, oh, <laughs> no, no. No, 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 you know what? Shit like this is why I don't do LSD. It's not I, all like that. I bet it's not, but knowing my fucking luck, it would be. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm not risking it. I don't even care if it's only ten percent chance. I ain't doing it. No, no, thank you. I don't want to be burned, or raped, or scratching my skin off, or thinking that I put <sighs> inside my own skin, or just... end up shagging some fucking annoying twat face who's just needy and attention-seeking. No, thank you. Nope, not doing it. Not doing it. Uh, <laughs> and we never found out what happened to Omar, did we? 
Uh, he went out. Yes, he was outside. He was frozen outside. Oh, really? Yeah. And he, he was the second person. The first person accused was the uh, choreographer. The actual, the lady who oh, set the whole thing up. They blamed her first. Oh, yeah, they did. That's right. Yeah, they did. But then they got off her pretty quickly and went on to Omar. Yeah, yeah. yeah you are right. And then, yeah. Um, and then they she went. Didn't, she didn't end up in a good place either. Nope, she ended up committing suicide out of guilt. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, it's a really light-hearted, chill film. Yeah. Really, just, no, I'm really I love this film it's great um, good stuff right yeah. let's get down to the scores I reckon yeah. unless there's anything else I mean I mean, I mean there's so many different people we could talk about but we could be here for hours to I mean yeah individual. there's so many different little kind of like shots little nuggets and yeah. lighting and just but Oh, I mean, there's one thing where they go. One of them goes ahead and continues to drink the fucking sangria. I'm like, why would you? Why would you do that? Oh, well, God. if you have a good time, just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. It's like Tito, um, he kept on going back, didn't he? <laughs> too soon, bro. Too Tito, soon. Tito, he loved it. Oh. No. Oh, well. Um. No, just um. I mean. Yeah, I think we covered all the all the the sort of like main bits. I mean, as you say, we could dissect this film and dissect it and go through all the little nuances of every single shot and all the rest of it. But we'd be here all day. And I think honestly, all I can say is just just go see this this fucking film if you can. You can rent it on um, Prime. Um, I mean, be warned, it is total nightmare fuel. Um, I've got this sort of like little summary where I've written. Um, Fucking immense movie, total nightmare fuel, driven by our primal urges that we're forced to suffer through as an unwilling passenger to the point of complete exhaustion by the time you get to the end of these hundred minutes. Fucking amazing. So if you want to get that, go ahead, go buy it or rent it. But it is not an easygoing journey with this film, is all I'll say. But if if you know, if anything that we've said here tonight seems like you'll be all right with it and you know wouldn't trigger you in any kind of way fucking it's 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 so worth every single bit of your time it's a fantastic Absolutely. yeah no I, I totally agree totally yeah agree. anything else that you want to add before we do scores i don't think so um no is it no just um no not really no i think we covered everything nice um just yeah i just thought it's just so well done. Yeah. Yeah. And I I really like uh, Gaspino's stuff. The way he's stuff. I fucking hate you. Gaspino's. Yeah. No. Gaspino. Yeah. No. Cool. Shall I go first? You went first last time. Let's do it. All right. So I got, ready? 10 dry ghost fucks on the <gasps> out of 10. Wow. Yeah, it's a tenner, baby. Wow. Is that is that our first ten? No. Oh. I'm not a heathen and gave Alien ten. And also I think I gave Mandy ten. I'm like I'm not one of I don't necessarily mean that like I necessarily prefer this film to like I can't be like, oh this film's better. 
oh, this, sorry, this film isn't better than this film or isn't. I just feel like with when I'm watching this film, would I improve anything on it? Did I get what I wanted from it? And if it's so, then 10. So they're all 10, 10 out of 10s? All 10 out of 10s. They're all exactly the same, so you don't prefer one over the other? No, there will be ones that I will personally favour. <laughs> like, I would prefer to watch Mandy over Kind. All right, so... <laughs> but fuck you. No, no, I'm just... Both just... 10 out of 10 movies, but just Mandy is more palatable than oh, this. Okay. Fuck oh, right. Okay. Fucking seizure of a movie. I'm not picking holes in any scoring oh, system oh, at all. What are you, oh, what are you doing then, if not picking holes? Nothing. Oh, absolutely nothing. Yeah. What's your score then, George Dawes? Uh, I gave it... Oh, I've lost it. Uh, eight burning scalps out of ten. That's pretty fucking good for you. That's basically mm. a ten for books. Well, no, it's an eight out of ten. It's well, a ten out of ten. It'd be the most amazing film ever, but... It's not. Okay. Cool. I really like it, though. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Let's see. Pretty good. I, I, I'd originally given it seven. I, I, I thought I'd given it a higher score on previous watch, but no. Yeah. I thought I thought I'd given it an eight on previous score. It was only a seven. Yeah. I thought again, if I, I gave it a 4.5 on um, Letterboxd, and I've upgraded that, so I'm like, nah. Nice. Fuck off with your 4.5. Fucking commit. Good stuff. <laughs> it's me slamming. Good stuff. Right. Um, before we move on, I just wanted to bring up, uh, I asked a question on the page. You hadn't actually replied. Oh, I haven't seen it then. Uh, uh, have I not seen yours? Seen by 57 people. Oh. Uh, and yeah. you're not one of them. <laughs> no, see, I haven't seen it. It's not because I'm ignoring you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Don't worry. Where's it? Our page. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not interacting as much as I fucking can. Fuck <laughs> your fucking dick. All right, let me see. Right. Here, here comes the bus. Here comes the bus. <laughs> Mind yourself. I've just um, like, Oh, you only did it 12 hours ago. Oh, well, me. it's 12 hours. Oh. 12 hours. Anyway. I've barely been on. I haven't been on Facebook. Oh, shh. Right, go on then. So, we are a quarter of the way through 2023. What are people's thoughts on the films that have been out this year? Strong or weak or in between? Do you want me to answer? Yeah, go on. No, no, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, in fairness, I had 22 notifications on my Facebook and I presume one of them is you tagging me in it. That's Okay. I did not see it. Yeah, um, I feel... Yeah, I feel like it's been a bit... A bit of a slow burn. There has been some pretty good... Like, I don't want to say contender, but pretty good, like, hits. Like, I really enjoyed Supreme Six. And um, there was... I like that. Uh, oh, fuck me. Let me have a look at my laptop. There's been a, there has been a couple of films where it's, I've, I've given like good solid fours um, okay. on laptop stuff, but I've not been like blown away, blown away by much at all. Um, a spoonful of sugar was the other one. I mean, to be honest, I really just feel like this happens a lot 
for me, I feel like, you know, we kind of get partway through the year and it's like, yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. And then all of a sudden it's just like, ah, oh, this load of films that are coming out at the back end. And it's just like, yeah. Like, I haven't had anything that's blown me away so far, but I'm still remaining optimistic because we are only a quarter of the way through. And there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff yet to come. Okay, I, I I agree with you. I think it's uh, it's been pretty slow. Mm. I think I think the so-called heavy hitters. I haven't seen Scream Six, so I can't uh, comment on that. Infinity Pool, though, you really liked that one, didn't you? So the the what? Sorry. Infinity Pool, Brandon um, Cronenberg. Uh, I gave it a seven. That's pretty good for you. Yeah, but it's not eight. It's not eight. It's not nines. Mm. Looking through, I've got a top ten list. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't think there's any eight. Mm. Mm. It's sort of seven, seven point fives. I've been fine this the last couple of years. I have. I've been fine. I've, I feel this way ev- that, like every time for like the last, I don't know, maybe two, maybe three years, but definitely the last two years. Um, with this being the third, I've found that it's been slow burn at first. Maybe one, maybe two really good movies, but otherwise been like, yeah, that was really good. Mm, could I expect better? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and then like later on down the line, fucking shit just pulls out of the woodwork. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. But however, there's nothing really on my radar for the rest of the year. I'm thinking mm, that's definitely going to be. Mm. Uh, I suppose Evil Dead Rise. Um, I'm quite looking forward to Sisu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Bo's not Bo's not afraid. Uh, that's kind of on my radar. Uh, anything else? I don't know, really. Uh, oh, I'm looking forward to Renfield. I know it's like a comedy horror thing, but I am still looking forward to it. I see. I'm not really. I think it look, no. I've seen the trailers. And it just looks a bit dickish. I think it looks great. I think it is just slow. Yeah. So yeah. So so fun. I don't know. I don't know. I mean. I, 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 I really like um, Nicholas Cage, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the look of the trailer like, personally, but I really like Nicholas Holt as well. Oh, Nicholas and Nicholas. Um, yeah, Evil Dead Rise. I reckon it'll be good. Um, Long for that. Any, anyway, let, let's let me just uh, read out some of the comments that we've had. Yes. Uh, Tim Walker said. I've held off on quite a few so far this year. Believe it or not, I'm saving some for October already. So I'm not too impressed by the year's output now, but it's got to get better. Mm. Good chat. Uh, Tim Davis uh, says, I have films that I enjoyed, but nothing that crazy good or a definite top 10 contender yet. So far, I'm not really feeling this year. Yeah. Fuck off! Uh, I've just on this thread. I'm close to fifty movies. Yeah, no, so am I. Are you? Uh, yeah, fifty uh, something old. Uh, 
Uh, I'm close to 50 movies. Is, sorry, this is Scott Crawford. I'm close to 50 movies for the year, and they're only a couple that were really good. But the rest of the year so far has been super meh. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Lou says, so far, not a banger like 22, but I'm hoping it picks up. I think the last quarter will be where it's at. I agree. I I, I yeah. feel this way. Yeah, I think... I think that's to be sort of feeling the same, don't they? It's either hope or don't know, just not sure how it's panning out. Uh, Jerry Cortez says it's been a pretty average year, maybe a little down. Mm. So, yeah, everyone's been a bit lackluster. Yeah, maybe I don't know, maybe, maybe it's the um. Uh, COVID, you know, little does that, does that make sense? You know, the kind of years, yeah. But I feel like we're coming out of that, and you know, studios are making like movies full budget, full resources again, yeah. But still, it's still, you know, that kind of. But then I feel like also, as well, since COVID, we've had some absolute banging fucking films, yeah. Like, well, you can do it. You can't, you know, you can do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't know. I mean, I say I'm I'm not I'm not feeling down about it. I feel like this has happened the last couple of years where everything sort of starts off and then, you know, you save the I mean, the thing is as well is that I mean, all right, horror is always slightly different when it comes to mainstream cinema because, you know, we do sort of sit on the outskirts. But at the same time, horror is a massive cash cow. And so, you know, a lot of the time they'll save movies that are going to break in until like, you know, cinema season, which is usually the summer, Halloween, those kinds of things. And then, you know, other movies that will come out on streaming sites like, you know, Shadow Originals, Netflix Originals, whatever, they'll kind of seep through as the year goes on. Um, there's, yeah, there isn't anything massively where I'm like, fuck, I really want to look forward to that. But equally, I'm probably not the best person to ask about that. Anyway, um, you know, just in terms of like me keeping my eye on the ball as much as I used to. <laughs> um, full disclosure. But like, you know, at the same time, though, there was like loads of stuff that, like last year, for example, that were really pleasant surprises that I had heard about but hadn't really thought I'd really be that into um, or thought it was maybe an ex- exploiting a concept that had been really popular or whatever and they was jumping on that bandwagon. And mm. then actually being... Re- speak, uh, no, uh, fucking Soft and Quiet was one of those. Um, where I was just like, oh, it's just going to be one of these sort of like, you know, jump on the woke bandwagon kind of thing and whatever. And it ended up, I think it was like my number five or something, you know, and it was one of the films that really fucking stuck with me. But, you know, on paper, I was a bit like, mm, I mean, it could be good. It would be really shit. Which was soft and quiet? There's the one with the fucking racist, horrible fucking... Oh, those bitches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. I, I, need to wa- I need to watch that one again, actually. I don't want to. It fucking arranges. It fucking makes my blood boil. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that was one where I was just kind of like, it could go either way, you know. 
it could be really fucking good or it could be a bit shit and a bit of a you know hop on the bandwagon kind of thing turns out it's really fucking excellent and one of the darkest movies of last year like in the yeah. island, anyway um you know so i'm not really like overly worried about not having any titles that particularly jump out to me because there's always like hidden gems in there there's always hidden gems yeah you've got to go digging you gotta search, you gotta search them out or you got to rely on everyone else to go digging and then just <laughs> well, all right, I'll watch that like New Year's Eve. Everyone's going, oh yeah, this is really good. Oh, is it? Oh, cool, I'll check that out then. <laughs> right. Um, shall we say what we're going to do next? Let's do it. Right. You first, your pre-2000s. I don't actually know what Ooh. you're doing. really. You don't know. No, I don't know what you've got going on. I don't know either. You haven't fucking decided, have you? you I have. have. Oh, you have? Okay. Uh, I'm going for a film from 1980. Ooh, okay. And it's directed by Sean S. Cunningham. Oh. Uh, let me check the fucking year. Come on, I'll just tell you what it is. No, I just want to make sure. Friday the 13th? Yes. I thought, let's do a bloody classic. Awesome. Have you seen seen it recently? Uh, I was going to say, have I seen it? It's like, shut up. No, Um, have you seen it recently? Yeah, I saw it. When was the last time I saw it? I think it was when... I think in the last two years, then maybe about 18 months ago, I've seen it. Ah, oh, okay. But like, don't get me wrong, I'll happily watch it again. Okay, I haven't seen this for about five years. So I I kind of fancied a a re-watch. Yeah, I watched a bunch of them in like, I think it was COVID times. Okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, you can, I mean, they're all on um, Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Video and Sky. Oh, excuse me. Very nice. Mm. Okay, So Friday the 13th, the original OG. Swing, swing, swing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm so excited. Oh, good. Slightly, like, intimidated just because it's Why? Because it's Friday the fucking 13th. But it's fine if you don't like it. You don't like it. If you like it, you like it. Yeah, it's, it's just about like it's just discussing it and stuff. Or saying like Jamie listens to this show and it's one of her favorite all-time fucking films. Good, and she'll definitely listen. Well, <laughs> I don't want her sort of thinking that I'm a fucking idiot talking. Oh, about- shut up! <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> um, cool. Well, it's your I- choice. I alluded to it earlier. It is, oh, just on the cusp, 2002's Phone Booth. Guess what, though, Matt? Do you know why you'll like it? Why will I like it? It's an hour and 21 minutes. Oh. Yeah. See? Don't say yes. that. Yes. Oh, that's that, uh, literally music to my ears. Right? There you go. So, you're welcome. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Ooh, that... I like a bit of her. No, 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 don't look at the cast. Oh. Oh, 
fuck's sake. Why? Because, just don't. Just don't look at, just trust me, don't look at the cast. Just trust me. Please don't okay. look at the cast. Okay. <sighs> okay, so I, do- I, I, I started to scroll down. I got about five people down. Um, Disney Plus for free if you have it. It's also on Rakuten, Amazon, Apple TV, Sky, and YouTube, all to rent for like three forty nine or thereabouts. Nice. We pick it up pretty cheap from most places as well if you wanted to buy it. Um, but yeah, phone booth and Friday the Thirteenth. Random fucking selection, but two I feel solid films, and I think they're going to both have great discussions. Excellent. Looking forward mm-hmm. to it. No, yeah, looking forward to it. No, phone booth. It has been on my radar. I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, I'm interested. I mm, yeah, I'm interested to see because I know that you don't like a single location, but uh, is he stuck in the phone booth throughout the whole thing? I don't know anyone who doesn't like this film. So we shall see. We shall see. But I won't look at the cast. I promise. Well, yeah, I won't. I won't look at anything till I watch it. Don't, please don't. Yeah, I will not. Right? Shall I go through where we can find us and where? That'd be lovely. Yeah, yeah. Did I do that? Oh yeah, I did do that last time. I forgot it on the end of year episode. <laughs> anyway, so if you are listening to us now, then obviously you found us. The end. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you can also Cheers. find us on. Uh, so we we um, sort of our main platform is is anchor.com but you can also get us on spotify and apple and google and um fucking stitcher and uh something else as well which i've forgotten but yeah apparently someone listened to us on something really random and, and obscure and i can't remember the name of it but yeah we're we're about um you can follow us on facebook on www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash edinism pod um it's a really interactive group there there's loads of memes thank you court psyops who is our chief meme distributor there but other stuff does get thrown up you can see other shows and other podcasters um who we like and support um putting up their stuff and just general interactions about the show and whatnot so if you like a lot of interaction that's where you want to go if you like less interaction but just like to sort of you know get our links and see what movies we're watching and whatever then you want our instagram and that is at edinism underscore pod um and then otherwise you can email us at edspotlessminds at gmail.com um and that is it we're not on twitter or snapchat or anything because we're old and we don't like stuff so true (laughs) We're not on TikTok either, because Matt, can you imagine Matt? Matt, can you imagine you on TikTok? Are you on TikTok? I'm on it every day. Do you do you post content? No. No. I, I'm not on TikTok at all. Oh, you're not? I, 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 I mean, I've got it, but I don't. Right, yeah. I would just, it would make me laugh so much if you were there doing, like, little dances or little, like, nah. reels and shit. <laughs> not gonna happen <laughs> oh, i would actually pay money to see that anyways that is it that is it we're done we're good we're done fantastic good. thank you so much for waiting on us absolutely be more regular <laughs> from now on regular like like fiber or something 
I've been drinking. I'm sorry. Okay, I know where you're going there. That's not right, but yeah. You, there was a joke in there somewhere. You guys mind for it. I got it. You got it. Well done. Thanks, man. You know you got. I you know you got my back. Um, but yeah, cool. We will see you next time. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. See you Cheers later. Bye. Bye.